Hey guys, this is Austin. I just wanted to give you guys a little disclaimer before this episode starts with Mr. James Martone. Um, so I had a little bit of trouble whenever we were making the episode last night. Basically, my computer timed out and uh, kicked my um, my microphone off. So basically, we were sitting there talking and recording and nothing was being saved. So what I had to do was take the audio from the video that I was taking at the same time and... Uh, just turn that into the podcast because I wasn't able to use the other audio that wasn't, you know, whatever. But so uh, basically what I want to tell you guys is you are about to get the like full blown raw uncut form of this video because I can't use Anchor to edit the episode because it's about two hours and 40 minutes long and Anchor's just, I guess, just not quite strong enough to be able to cut that kind of audio. So what I do recommend you guys doing is skipping into about one minute into the video because there is like the weird little setup kind of stuff that we were doing on the video. And then uh, after that, just be aware there are going to be a couple little transition spots where we had to like, you know, go to the bathroom, you know, get more beer, stuff like that. So just be aware that it's going to be a raw uncut version and it's going to honestly be a little bit more fun. I think it's not going to be like trimmed and clean and cute and stuff like that, but I think you're going to enjoy it. So I'm going to throw a little beep on here, and then uh, we're going to get you guys going. So here you go. Beep. All right, and we're ready. This is Austin here with uh, Mr. James Martone with the next episode of the Book of Austin Life of Detours podcast. So today we're going to be talking to James. He's going to be giving us a little rundown on, you know, growing up around here and some of the little crazy stories that happen with that kind of stuff, and then uh, with, I mean, I guess we'll be telling some stories about you working in the service industry and stuff as well, I would assume. So, yeah, more or less. We'll yeah. see how it goes, you know? Okay, cool. We'll yeah. yeah, we're just going to get a little bit drunk. Have uh, We decided to go with the Dirty 30, these uh, keystones, which I thought was kind of funny because, like, this is kind of what I grew up on, and then whenever you mentioned it last night, I was like, dude, there's no fucking way. That's going to be crazy. Well, it was like a throwback to high school, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, we'll go ahead and crack one of those. Oh. Yeah. Bang, bang. Well, cheers. cheers. Yes, sir. Okay, so before we start, I do want to say a little thank you to uh, Anchor, the fucking app that I use to get this podcast off the ground. They got it on um, Spotify and uh, Apple and everything for me. And like, I mean, it really didn't take very long. Like within a couple of hours, I was already up on Spotify after doing the first episode. Like it was really, really simple. So if you ever want to start a podcast, I would definitely recommend Anchor. Just hop on there, fucking record something, and then it'll just throw it right up on there for you. So not a lot of information either. Um, yeah, so that's really cool. Um, if you're looking for a podcast to uh, check out some true crime kind of stuff, my sister Rachel and her friend Shay started one recently called Decomp, and uh, it's actually super, it's pretty funny because my sister's a fucking goober, and then Shay is just ridiculous as well, and they just tell like some uh, actually pretty fucked up stories, you know what I mean? I mean, it is true crime, you know, it's what you would expect. I think the last one they did was on some cults, and uh, I listened to some of it, and it got, it got kind of weird there for a second, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so they did a part one of it, and then they did, like, a little, uh, they called it a palate cleanser, where I hopped on with them, and, like, we just did, like, some trivia and, like, some fucking around. But, honestly, we actually got a little too stunned to do anything. So, yeah. Uh, we were trying to do it, and, like, I kept having to, like, like hop in and, like, throw in some, like, random stuff to kind of keep the thing going, because yeah. we are just all lit up, dude. So, yeah. So, if you're looking for something like that, definitely go check that out. Um... I guess on that note, we'll go ahead and start in with Mr. James Martone over here. Go ahead and say hi to everybody here. Hey guys, how are we doing? Yeah. So James, you are from DFW? Right? Born and raised yeah. pretty much in Arlington, give or take, a little bit of Fort Worth, but in the DFW Metroplex. Nice, okay, yeah. Uh, 
my dad military growing up, so we traveled real briefly, mm -hmm. um, but he retired in 97, because my oldest brother, Matt, was gonna graduate high school in 98, over here at Lamar High School, nice. and he wanted to give him like two years mm -hmm. um, with the same kids, so he would know people cool. and stuff yeah. like that, whatever, instead of getting transferred again and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, like I said, real briefly, I think I was in Rhode Island and New York, but that was like between like two and five or something like that. So a man of a little culture over here, I yeah. see, huh? Yeah, that's what I can, I guess. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Not like I had much of an option at that point, you know? Yeah, true, true. So your dad was the uh, Air Force? Navy. Navy, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, he went in, uh, kind of did it smart, man. Like in the 70s, I think at least, mm -hmm. he got some like bullshit degree. He studied anthropology oh. in college. And then if you get a, if you have a college degree, you immediately become an officer yeah. in the military. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's the only way you can go to and become an officer, too, even if you start with, like, a grunt, rookie, whatever, something like that. Yeah, right, right. So he just kind of did that. And, uh, you know, really cool dude, man. He, he served in the Pentagon under Bill Clinton for, like, a year or two. Oh, okay, uh, Back in the middle of the 90s. Nice. You know, good man, honestly. Yeah. Respect the shit out of him. I'm still scared of him this day. Oh, well, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I can't imagine, bro. Probably kick my ass on <laughs> Probably still this day. How old is he now? Uh, I believe he just turned 70, if I'm not mistaken. Whoa, okay. So he had G kind of late, huh? Yeah, so I was kind of an accident. I was a little bit of an uh-oh, baby. Okay, um, yeah. So, like, they have, I have two older brothers. I got Matt and John. Yeah. Matt is, he was born in 1980, October 27th. Sorry, John, but he was born in April sometime in 83. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't yeah. know the exact date. Mm -hmm. um, anyways, basically, after that, uh, as far as I was told, the doctors told my mom that she got a very severe uh, medical conditions if she had another child after John and oh, stuff, right. and they advised that my dad got a vasectomy. Mm. So, uh, needless to say, I guess they just had unprotected sex for the next seven years. I mean, somehow, of course, yeah, you get the Why not, right? Yeah, you're shoot the go, club bro. up and you don't have to shoot the <laughs> no club. No kill, man. <laughs> That's the way to go, bro. You but I tell you about it every day. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, so... <laughs> either I'm the mailman's baby or my dad's vasectomy wasn't all that legit. Right, okay. Um, yeah. I'm not, obviously. I look like my older brother, and we look like my mom, whatever. Yeah, right, yeah. But anyways, uh, long story short, I'll say is that my mom had me, and fortunately enough, other than just normal health issues and stuff like that, nothing mm -hmm. bad happened That's by right. giving childbirth to me. Was she a little older? Like, she was. I, was, I came up with the age the other day. I can't remember. So like, I'm pretty, Is it weird? Like, I don't know my mom's age. Like, she, I think my mom's a year older, so I actually want to say that she's 70, Okay. and my dad would be 69. Gotcha. Um, so let's say my mom is 70. I'm sure they just turned, they had their birth, both of their birthdays in January. Okay. So me being 31 minus that from 70. Uh, so my mom was like 49. Which you know what you mean? Well, okay. So yeah. on the later side. Yeah. So sure. that's one of those, like they had to kind of keep an eye on everything, make sure you came out with all your fingers and toes and shit. Yeah. I, I actually have uh, webbed toes. Are you really? Two, two, well, both my feet, two of the toes are webbed a little bit. What? Nothing too crazy. Nice. Helps me swim a little bit more. I was about little, to say. Little dude, Michael yeah. Phelps action there. Hey, you know. turn up. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Hell yeah. So you, uh, so whenever you went to New York and, uh, was it Rhode Island you said? Uh, yeah. so actually, no, I don't think, it wasn't Rhode Island. I was actually conceived in Rhode Island mm. and then birthed here. And, uh, interesting story. The, uh. I was born on the Navy base here out in Fort Worth, Carswell, um, but the hospital now is a woman's penitentiary. Oh, cool. So people ask me where I was born, I tell them my mom served some hard times, she roughed up a couple <laughs> people, and then you know, gave birth to me in the prison. So. Nice. Okay. You add a little street cred to my name. Oh, well, you kind of have to. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. you're super white, you know, you grew up here, you know. So, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm rolling, I'm trying to do what I can, <laughs> you know. Yeah, you got to get it where you can get it. Bro. <laughs> get, yeah, it sure. can get it where you can get it. <laughs> 
Um, so, uh, yeah, so dad was, was he in the military? So your, your brother, like it was right whenever he graduated. So he would have uh, retired in like 96 or so. So he, he retired in 97. Mm-hmm. So that means Matt was, he was graduating in 98 from Tech Lamar here in mm-hmm. Arlington. Um, so he was a junior, he retired and then he actually went to be a pilot instructor for American Airlines after that. So your dad, he was a pilot in the Navy? He, he flew F-14s in the Navy. He, he did a couple uh, tours and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, aircraft tours, you know, because aircraft carrier tours, excuse me, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, and I do, I do remember asking one question when I was younger, and I was like, you know, I'll say this too. God forbid anything bad happens to him yeah. at, at, at that day, but... One of the stories that always sticks particularly with me, I remember, I think I was like 10, I was just like, hey, Dad, I was like, were you ever in any wars or anything? Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, son, has there ever been a battle in, uh, in Fort Worth? And I was like, no. He's like, well, was there ever a battle in Dallas? Mm-hmm. And I was like, no. And he's like, well, I did my job then. There you go, nice. And I was okay. like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's dope. Yeah. So, uh, that's kind of crazy. I didn't even know that there was a Navy base over here. It's weird, but it's a Navy Joint Air Force Reserve base, something like that. Yeah. And I always think it's kind of weird because it's like, the hell do we have a Navy base in landlocked North thinking. Texas? Yeah. We're not even close, yeah. bro. Yeah. I mean, we've got a bunch of man-made lakes around here, but we're not doing a whole lot of uh, <laughs> right. Navy operations. Yeah, fucking destroyers out there on, uh, on like, Yeah, on logs. So then <laughs> we have to get an aircraft to transport that. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. So yeah, so uh, you went to school here, right? You're telling me a couple of stories about like just kind of getting a little bit wild in high school, huh? Yeah. Um, we had that house in Arlington up until I was over in elementary, and then I went to school in Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. Uh, middle school, I went to ALA, and then uh, my high school career. I started off at Arlington Heights yeah. High School, which is like Hewlett-ish area of thirty, mm-hmm. um, pretty close-ish to TCU, TCU, whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, my homeschool, we, we, the new house we had was East Side Fort Worth, and that was just pretty ghetto. Um, oh, yeah. area had, like, essentially in the earlier, like, 50s, 60s, 70s, 90s, it was a bunch of white people, and they all kind of flied, and then the area kind of ran down, so like that. Interesting thing, too, is when um, my dad bought the house that we had in Fort Worth, he was looking at the deed, and the deed was from, like, the 40s or 50s. The house is about 50, I think. Oh, yeah. I was thinking. And in the deed, it said so itself that this house should never be owned by any man of color. What the fuck? Yeah, so just some previous... I mean, so obviously that's... That old, right? yeah, yeah, and obviously and that's not a area. thing now. Yeah. 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 Clearly, you know. Mm-hmm. And being in the South and stuff, and unfortunately all those just terrible times that led up to yeah. you know, injustice with everybody and stuff like that. But it's just kind of an interesting piece of history. Not that it's cool, but it's interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. The but, fact that that's still in the deed is kind of yeah. creepy. Yeah. It's, it's a little weird. But yeah, so I started my high school career off at uh, Arlington Heights. Mm-hmm. Was a good kid, more or less, and then I remember second semester. Um, a freshman year. Second semester of my freshman year, mm-hmm. um, I the right before lunch, I like it's like a seven period schedule. Yeah. And I think four period was geometry, and then it was lunch, and then it was a couple other classes after. I don't remember what it was. Yeah. But I knew these two older kids that were sophomores, and they always snowed out and went and got high and shit. And yeah. freshmen weren't allowed to go off campus. And I don't know what it was, man, but I'm sitting in geometry class, and I think just mid class, my brain's just like, all right, you know, I'm calculating equations and shit. And all of a sudden, my mind's just like, James, you know what? At lunch, you're gonna go get fucking high today. Nice. And you're gonna do that shit. Yeah. I was like, all right, cool. cool. Well, my brain. Yeah. yeah, my brain told me that. I was like, I guess I'm gonna do it. <laughs> right. Yeah. But kind of started. I need to argue with brains. <laughs> yeah. <I> mean, <laughs> obviously, told me to do. Started. Yeah. Uh, went out with Anthony and 
God, I can't think of the other guy's name, but we started skipping school a bunch and stuff yeah. and still was able to graduate freshman year, um, good grades, whatever. I was in all honors too, so that helped me out a lot, nice. especially in the beginning. Yeah. But then sophomore year started and at the beginning of that, Anthony, the same guy that got me high for the first time, he got his girlfriend pregnant oh, over sure. the summer. And he's a junior? Yeah, point? he's a junior now at this point. And she's pregnant, but not. Uh, she hasn't given birth yet. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just felt kind of bad for him and stuff at the beginning of the, you know, uh, beginning of the school year. So we just literally skipped a lot because I mean he's you know a, a fucking junior and he's got a kid on the way. He doesn't know what he's yeah, doing yeah. for himself. And I don't even think they were gonna be together even at that point. Oh shit, yeah. I think it was just kind of one of those things. So mm-hmm. I felt like bad. A junior situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, just, I felt bad all the time. Uh, mm-hmm. So we would just skip a lot. And one day in particular, we we were skipping school and he was like, "Hey man, you gonna get high and look at monkeys?" And I was like. Sure, so we skipped school to go to the zoo. Fuck yeah. <laughs> we parked our car um, in the back and we went to the Fort Worth Zoo and we went to this little bushed area and we walk in there, we start rolling a joint and I guess the security cop who was patrolling the complex saw us just walking through the bushes, yeah. you know, like one o'clock in the afternoon. That doesn't seem weird. Oh. All of a sudden comes up and catches us. Um, fortunately, I didn't get arrested, but my buddy who did have the weed did. Oh, damn it. Anthony and I got sent back to school. We got suspended. My parents found out about all this. Yeah, yeah. They pulled me out of Heights and put me into a private school. They gave me an option to pick which one. I picked Oak Ridge. Okay. It's yeah. funny stories that saying I actually met Chrissy and I worked with. Chrissy. Chrissy, yeah. Chrissy Scott or whatever. I remember her. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even, we didn't even know about each other until we started working with each other. We're like, you went to Oak Ridge? I went to Oak Ridge? Like, for a week time? That's a trip, yeah. Well, but, I guess small world around here. Yeah, but yeah. But they were, yeah, they were trying to save me at that point, I guess, essentially. Yeah. Well, but you were a little stoner degenerate, bro. I was. I was, I was, I was fucking up, man. I, was, <laughs> I, I had this one, uh, one of my friends, a big fucking stoner, one time he told me, I, I was telling him all these stories, and he was like, dude, you, you approved your uh, smoking privileges. What? And, I was, and it kind of hit home a little bit. I was like, damn, you might be right, because I'm just doing stupid shit. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> You said you abused your smoking privilege? Because I was smoking too much and making dumb decisions, essentially. Oh, okay, right, yeah. So he's just saying, like, if you're going to do it, be smart about it. Yeah. Kind of a deal. Yeah, but you're, it it kind of hit home crazy. with Because, I mean, just, just my sophomore year alone, I went to, I think, four or five different high schools. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I started at Heights, went to Oak Ridge, made it up to spring break, and then I had these stupid little freshmen that wanted me to buy them weed or something like that. Mm-hmm. So right before spring break started, they kept on annoying, annoying me. I was like, all right, cool, give me 20 bucks. Yeah. I took the $20 home so I could buy some weed and smoke and have a good spring break myself. Nice. Come back. Um, Snitch. They start hitting me up. They're like, where's the weed? Where's the weed? Blah, blah, blah. So I bought some, at the time, some Reggie. Yeah. Because you could get, like, what, a couple grams of that? Oh, yeah. For so I sold them a, yeah. yeah, for 20 bucks. So I sold them a gram and said it was Dro. Mm-hmm. And these dumb little fucking freshmen decide to roll a joint and smoke in the men's locker room. And it's the private school that the men's locker room is also attached to the cafeteria. Oh, nice, yeah. And it's also a small private school, mm-hmm. you know, so everybody knows everybody more or less. You, yeah. can't, you can't just get away and blend with the masses. Yeah. <laughs> and what made it even worse was that they had the weed, but they had no lighter. So they went around on campus asking everybody for a lighter. Like, what the fuck do you need a lighter for? So it was just obvious to put two and two together. And so, and I says they, I don't care, I get it, because they're young and dumb, we're all just kids. But mm-hmm. anyways, basically, they, they got caught, they got busted. The next day, they're in, you know, the principal's office, they're asking what the hell. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, well, James sold it to me. Fuck. So of I got they did. Exactly. So I was like, <laughs> I mean, it's that kind of classic thing where you have, like, oh, man, maybe if I snitched on 
ghost him. Yeah. My my punishment might not be as bad. My dad's gonna kill me. Blah blah blah. I gotta do mm. something. Yeah. <laughs> and the fucking shitty thing of it all too is like I sat in the principal office and she asked me these things. They said this thing and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. Be open and honest and truth. I was truthful, honest. She kept me there like I was a fucking criminal. I mean, I guess I was kind of drug dealer. So I, don't know. I mean, I fucking guess so, but it's weed and like your high school kids. And it was one time. It's yeah. not like I'm slinging dope. You yeah, know, like they open up your pack and you got like a fucking yeah. got, like, you got uppers in there, downers, like, lefters, riders, what you want? <laughs> like fuck with me. You oh, got to go to school. Like, like, and what do you need, guys? Like, yeah. oh Jesus. A couple of these and some OD pills will be good. That bitch will be fine. <laughs> yeah. But I'll finish up with that. So <laughs> I got kicked out of there. That sense at Eastern Hills High School. Mm-hmm. I think a month in, I was skipping school, and then I ran into these kids. I, I was late to school, actually, and I ran into these kids leaving class. Yeah. At, like, middle of first period. Were they and they skipping was, out? Yeah, yeah, they were about to go smoke a blunt, so I went with them. Nice. And the small neighborhood that's right next to Eastern Hills High School is still a little bit of the older white community that was mm-hmm. still there. So these old white people see this one white kid and, like, these two Mexicans and this one black guy. Yeah. And it's school time and they're kids. They're like, what the fuck's going on? So we need to see we got the cops calling us. Definitely. Yeah. They, they came instantly. They caught we on all of us. We went to fucking um, Kimbo, which is, uh, it's like a, a, a underage uh, a prison jail, jail center. Oh, okay. Whatever. Yeah, like a juvenile. Juvenile center. detention. Yeah. Thank you. What? Sat there for fucking, like, five, six hours and my parents let me out. And they were like, well, now since I got caught and I was at a public school, I know it's alternative school. Yeah. And it was, um, it was side tier one. I can't remember the name of that. Mm. But I was able to finish almost the rest of the school year, and then with one month left, they sent me back to Eastern Hills, and I finished it up at Eastern Hills. So, that, like I said, that oh, year okay. I went to, like, four different schools. Yeah. Well, that's not too It just sounds like a weird little, like, snowball effect of you just getting caught too damn much. Like, And then my parents sent me to rehab for fucking uh, weed. What? Yeah. Did yeah. they fucking laugh at you while you were in there? No, I mean, kind of. I'm thinking of, like, you know that movie, uh... It's, it's Half-Baked. Half-Baked, yeah. It's, <laughs> so, like, one of the things, too, about that is... I'm sitting down with my parents and the counselor. The first meeting, and the counselor's asking me all these questions. They're like, uh, have you done cocaine? Have you do this? Do you have withdrawals? Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, no. I was like, have you even drank alcohol? And I'm not, I haven't even drank alcohol at this point. Oh, really? Yeah. I was like, I think I actually had a beer, but anyway, it doesn't matter. But I was just like, no. Like, I mean, I just smoke randomly, and I don't crave it, nothing like that. And they're like, okay, cool. You're going to be outpatient. Which basically, see, I have inpatients of the people that are really hardcore drug addicts that need more like medical on, attention, on the clock attention, mm-hmm. make sure they're not relapsing. And you have outpatients who are just someone who's harmless like me. Yeah, okay, yeah. And you like, kind of, like monitoring, you have you come in like, every couple of days or something. Yeah. So like, I mean, I think I've met with them two times a week for like two hours or something like that, and then I had to go to AA or not A, but uh, NA. NA, yeah. A couple yeah. times mm-hmm. for it. But I'm literally sitting there, and since I was 15, we were in the minors class, and like there's this 14 year old girl, and I, I'm over here like it's literally half baked. Where you know, yeah. Dave Spell's like, yeah, I'm, I'm in here because I like to smoke some weed. <laughs> and and uh, who was it? What's the thing that Bob Ross? But uh, uh, oh my god, we should totally. He just I know. Fuck. He just died too. I saw it on your Facebook when I was looking for a picture earlier, dude. Yeah. Oh, no. God, I can't. Bob Saget. Bob Saget. Bob Saget. I was like, that's nothing. I suck dick for crap. <laughs> you ever suck dick for some weed? You ever dick for some weed? And he's like, I see them suck dick. <laughs> and they booed at me. I was like, that's how I felt because I was literally like, yeah, I'm James Martone. I'm in here for some weed. Mm-hmm. And this 14-year-old girl's like, I actually like had sex with methamphetamines like last night. And I'm like, oh, shit, that's oh, crazy. Fuck. Okay, yeah. So that's what we're dealing with. Yeah, that escalated quickly. Yeah, for real, Jesus. You know? <laughs> Hmm. Okay, so uh, how long did you have to be in NA? I don't remember. I think about like six weeks, give or take-ish. Yeah. 
one of the worst things too, man, is I remember going to one. So I, I did the old outpatient thing, and that was just to obviously make my parents feel better and all this yeah. kind of stuff, blah, blah, blah. But they wanted me to go to a couple of NA meetings. And there was this NA branch in Hearst that was the closest one that we could find. So I went there. Mm-hmm. And it's this whole long place right next to like a quickie mart, you know, with no gas stations or something like that. Yeah. And every time you're in there, it's a bunch of fucking people. Like, I'm not against it. If it's for you, it's for you. I'm not, I'm not knocking it. But I'm just not kind of into that. And I didn't feel like I should be. That's probably any addict. Right, <laughs> I'm right, saying that right, right now. Yeah. I was like, I'm not addicted to meth. I just do it on Tuesdays. Yeah, right. Though, yeah. You know? <laughs> but uh, and he's like, everyone's just like, man, we're in a room full of criminals. And I've never felt safer. Ha, ha, ha. It's, ah, it's a cliche yeah. joke. I've definitely heard And that I'm one. sitting here and I'm just like, ah, oh, this is uncomfortable. These motherfuckers are cr- tweakers, crackheads. Yeah, they're actual drug addicts. Yeah, these are actual drug addicts. I'm just smoking a little bit of hash, you know? Yeah. Uh, and there's this guy in the corner, I remember, older dude, probably in 40s, maybe 50s, probably younger than that, just probably drugs, just aging a little. Dude bought from the convenience store next door an eight pack of hot dogs. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, I know they're cooked, but you, you know you want to put them on the grill a little bit For or sure. fry them up. Yeah. He just took the pack, started wolfing these boilies down. Like he never had a fucking home cooked meal in his life. Oh, Jesus. And then when it's all eight wieners are gone, he starts slurping the juice from the back down. Oh, no. In the middle of the meeting? In the middle of the meeting. And we're like 10 minutes into this. I'm literally like, Looking left, looking right. I'm like, I want to go home. I don't want to do drugs anymore. <laughs> it got scared. I don't want to do this anymore, bro. Oh, no, dude. Oh, that's fucking wild, bro. I actually went to two NA meetings with my buddy Dakota back in, in college because he was like, well, we had both been kind of like, uh, so he had had a problem with meth like uh, through like the end of high school. And then uh, whenever he moved back up to, moved to Cabot, which is like right outside of Conway, and he started coming and hanging out with us all the time. And then he got, a job on the um in little rock as a mailman and there was a guy on his route that just happened to sell coke and he was making shit tons of money because i mean he's working like 60 hours a week making like 20 dollars an hour you know what i mean right. so he just has all this extra money and so he just starts buying some then bring it home and we do it and like just get fucked up and like he started doing it like pretty much all day like he'd do it all day in the truck come home do some with us and then whenever we got tired of it he'd just go in the bathroom or like whatever and do it by himself and so uh Eventually, like, uh, we realized, like, he had a problem with it, and I had kind of started to feel like I had a problem with it. So I went to these NA meetings with him, like, once or twice, dude, and, like, a lot of the people were really cool, but there were a couple of, like, sketchy characters in there, you know? And, like, they all talked about it. Like, they, they all seemed like they were kind of on the right path, but did you notice that they were just smoking the shit? At, like, every break, it was like they'd go out and smoke a cigarette. Chain smoke. Yeah, yeah, just chain smoking, and then they always had coffee. And then that's kind of how I started smoking cigarettes, too. I was 15, really? yeah. just kind of just did it to do it, yeah. more or less. Yeah, I actually started, uh, there was, a, I went out to one of my friend's house, uh, well, one of my sister's friend's house, and they had a cigarette rolling machine, and there's yeah, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, but, they were the worst cigarettes you could possibly fucking smoke, though, but I smoked so many that night, and, like, I know that was the night that it happened to me, so... Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what got me. Yeah. My buddy's dad had one of those, and he'd always have this bag of tobacco on the table. Mm-hmm. But we'd also roll a bunch of joints and blunts on the table and pick out the seeds and stems. So yeah. nine times out of ten, you got one of these rolled cigarettes with a couple seeds in it. Oh fuck! And yeah. it just pop right there. <laughs> oh, right when you're it. it was terrible. Immediate headache. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, dude. Yeah. So by this time, so you're a junior in high school at this. All right. So that's after like junior. And junior was pretty like. So my parents at that point were just like, "Look, dude, you're going to Lamar High School." Now that, that was a high school I was supposed to originally go. Mm-hmm. Went to Pope Elementary over here in Arlington. That feeds into Shackleford. And instead of going to Shackleford, we moved to Fort Worth. I went to ALA. My parents, ALA is like Westside Fort Worth is Applied Learning Academy. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of for like upper smart kids. You kind of you have to apply to it and be accepted into it. Yeah. It's also at the same time like originally like I stated. 
East Coast High School is trash. Yeah. Um, the middle school, whatever it's called, I think Meadowbrook, we always call it Ghettobrook. Ghettobrook, yeah, nice. Um, that was trash. My parents were trying to shelter me essentially from it, or not, mm-hmm. maybe not, I guess shelter me because they didn't want me to fall in with the wrong crowd. Yeah. Like but I kind of did it anyway. Yeah. But anyways, you can yeah. find the wrong crowd anywhere, guys. Yeah, no, trust me. Yeah. You can <laughs> find a good job. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, especially at your job. Yeah. Stay away from the cooks. They have the good shit. They always have the good shit. They always shit, have the good shit. Especially. Blue Mason next door, bro? Mm, primo. What? Those cooks, man, I met. Oh, terrible. Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, cut that. Cut that. Cut that. <laughs> but, yeah, so junior started. My parents put me in Lamar. Um, didn't take long, so I still was kind of doing the same hood rat shit with my hood rat friends. Right, right. It doesn't sound that. But I was more. Though, you know? I was, I was able to hide it better. Yeah. Um, so you're still on drinking at this point? No, not really. I think freshman year, or it's not freshman, junior is kind of just in, just figuring out, getting to a new situation, new school kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, you didn't have like the close friends. Yeah. Friends um, I still had some of the kids that I went to elementary school with, but it was just never the same mm-hmm. after having those kind of years separated or whatever, stuff like that, even some of my best friends. But that was also probably just me. Yeah. More right. or less, whatever. Yeah. Well, you've been through some shit, you know. Yeah. You kind of got put through the And I don't know what right they're here. doing or what they've been through or stuff like that, you mm-hmm. know, or we're on the same page, you know, like I remember sitting in my, so nothing really happened in junior year and I'll just say fast forward to senior year, I remember sitting in my, uh, uh, what was it, St- uh, statistic class? Yeah. And that year in particular, they found out that Michael Phelps is an amazing swimmer with all these gold medals. Uh, likes to smoke, like smoke some dope, and yeah. shit like that. And my my stat uh, class is AP too, so it's a bunch of fucking nerds. Yeah, for sure. You know, goody two shoes, chicks, guys, mm-hmm. all that shit. And he was like, "Man, you guys hear on the news the other day that uh, Michael Phelps tested positive for weed? He, he, he's a, he's a doper, man." Oh my and everyone's like, "Oh my god, that's terrible!" And I'm like, "Ah, oh, fuck, <laughs> oh, shit, that's, god, that's so awful." Dude. What a fucking no! What a loser. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. God, I can't wait to get on this. I can't wait to smoke that blunt that I have in my backpack right now. Oh, Jesus. So, were you in all the AP classes, or was it just the school that you're in? Like, that's how it kind of went. I, I was I was always um, honored gifted classes since yeah. I think like fourth or fifth grade or something like that. Yeah. Well, you have a very good vocabulary, and like anytime I talk to you about a topic, you have something to say, you know what I mean? So, yeah. I like to think that you're pretty intelligence. I got a little swagger behind it sometimes. No, absolutely. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of the time you think it's you make it, but it still yeah. works. But you still have your street cred, but you know, you're still a smart guy. You know what I mean? You know, I'm, 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 I'm a hood in the streets and a freak in the sheets, I guess, or something. I don't yeah, know. Something like that. Yeah, but whatever. That's not where I was trying to get out. Yeah. <laughs> he can still help you with your homework, okay? Yes, that's yeah. what he's trying to get out there. And I will punch you at the same time for being a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, high school was interesting. I'm, that's kind of why I wanted to like touch back because when I did start drinking, you know, you're like, man, I went to a couple high school parties. Mm-hmm. I think the summer of becoming a senior, and then throughout senior year, obviously, yeah, you're like, how can you be cool at this party? Mm-hmm. How are you gonna like find the awesome people? Yeah, how are you gonna stand out? How are you gonna stand out? Yeah. Also, how are you gonna get drunk and experiment and do stupid shit? There you go. Yeah. Shooting more than we're already doing. Mm-hmm. Well, you got twenty bucks. You got 30 fucking beers. Yeah. You got dirty 30. That's exactly what we got, right? That's what we're going dollars. And I mean, you walk into a high school party with a dirty third in your hand, it don't matter. Like, honestly, I hate this beer, but I drank it so much growing <laughs> no, up. Dude, yeah. It's great. But yeah. like, when you walk in a high school party with a dirty 30, mm-hmm. and you got next up on fucking beer pong table. Yeah. Like, you're dibs, yeah. man. I mean, you're basically like 
deserve a blowjob at that point. Or oh something, hell yeah, you know? bro! You brought the goods. Bro. Yeah, yeah. Not that's that that happened. That never happened. No, no, yeah. not at all. Yeah. But so that's <laughs> kind of like one of those things, man. I'll tell you. You know, I gotta let this cat in. Just start scratching and shit, bro. Shut up, Keisha. Keisha. <laughs> no, I'll tell you, one of the bad times that I probably being white and I got lucky. Mm. I can only assume was, was leaving a high school party and I had a Chrysler Sebring 2005 convertible. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah. It was cool. Oh, man. The little, little two door one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was two door. It was nice, man. Side story, I'll tell you real quick. Mm -hmm. My dad, I think, loved my brothers more, but they're dumbasses. My dad gave my brother Matt a 1971 red Mustang. Mm. He did not treat it. He treated it like shit, whatever it was. My brother John got a 68 yellow Mustang. What? Fastback. Beautiful shit. Ah. Damn, the shit out of it. So my dad gives me a 2005 Sebring. I was like, thanks a lot. Fuck around. No, no offense, Dad. I love you. Mm. But he also did, too, because my brothers don't know how to take care of class cars. You're young, dumb kids. But I was yeah. like, man, the tail I could have gotten in high school. Bro. Really, though, dude? Really? I mean, I bet that Sebring did okay. Girls still like the convertible. Of course. Nah, right. yeah. And also, it was really cool to hotbox the shit out of the Sebring and then drop the top and then just watch the smoke oh, come nice, out for yeah. hours. And it's a tiny little cab, so I bet you could really hotbox that thing. Oh, yeah, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> it was a two-door. You still have the backseat. But mm. hey, so I'm leaving a high school party, though, and uh, this is terrible. I can't believe this to this day. <laughs> I've got, like, maybe... You know how you have the, the dirty, dirty pack, you got like, what, 15 beers on the bottom, that little yeah. white slip, and then another 15 on top, yeah. you know, the handle. Get the top rack. I think I've got yeah. probably like eight or nine left in it, and I have it behind my passenger seat, uh -huh. and I have the seat kind of bent low, so you can't really see it that much, but it's an open container. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the box is open, excuse me. Yes, yeah. There is no actual physical beer open, but also, mm -hmm. mind you, at this point, I am 17. Going down Lamar, yeah. making a sharp left turn going north to Collins, and that was a 35, and I booked that probably about a 45, 50. Oh, okay, yeah. And I'm a little sloppy up, drunk. Oh, okay, yeah. It's about 11, 11, 30 at night. Well, are you on the bottom rack or the top rack? You said eight left, but are you on the I have like eight rack? left, it's on the bottom rack. It was still a white gotcha. slip there, but... So it's, and it's behind my... about 22. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm, I'm behind, I'm 20, Not just me, I mean, I share yeah, a little right, bit, but right, I'm, right. I'm enough where I'm sloshed. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> and it gets better, because... So I get pulled over, and I'm like... What was how's going? He was like, Do you know how fast you're going? I was like, No, sir, sorry, I was just I'm just trying to make it home. Yeah. And he's like, Okay, and he shines his light, looks in the back seat. There's a small little window um for the past for the back seat, whatever. Yeah. If I've ever seen one. Um that little like corner piece. Yeah, just a little yeah. corner piece, yeah. nothing too crazy enough to do big, obviously because mm -hmm. the chairs fold out so you can get in and out, you know, because yeah. it's a two door. I swear he sees the Pac-Man or something or just overlooks it because it's there but it's kinda tucked away. Anyways yeah. though, he was just it could like be anything. Right, and then, like I said, he was like, "What well, seems to be a hurry?" Blah blah blah, and I was just like, "I'm just trying to get home." Yeah, I'm late. It's kind of a little, you know, whatever curfew. Yeah, and he's like, "Okay," he's like, "License registration," and I give him my registration. I was having a glove box at the time. I had like one of those cowboy wallets, the bifolds, oh, yeah. the long rectangle ones, mm -hmm. and it has that slit where you can you see it. You have to tuck it out. So I'm trying to get my ID out of my out of uh, my wallet, and I just can't for the life of me take my fucking driver's license out. Oh, I'm fumbling this for a good minute, just well, staring at it. Yeah, I'm nervous. I'm in, shit probably. intoxicated, yeah. fumbling with this for a good minute. So I finally like put my wallet out the window. I was like, "Sir, I can't get my ID out. Can you get it for me?" Mm -hmm. He was like, "No, you have to do that yourself." I was like, "Fuck!" I finally, I finally fidgeted yeah. with it, gave it to him. Mm -hmm. Goes back, and I'm also, I forgot I was smoking a cigarette, too, at the time. And I'm 17. Nice. Oh, wait, hold on. This fucking, this thing, hold up. 
Alright, so we timed out for a second, but so go back like maybe like 15 seconds there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, officer pulls me over, asks me for my driver's license registration, I give him my registration. I have a, one of those cowboy wallets with bifolds that are rectangle long shaped, and I'm trying to get my driver's license out, and I'm smoking a cigarette too at the same time, and I'm 17. Yeah. And I'm trying to get my driver's license out, and I just can't for the life of me get it out of my wallet. So dumb, stupidly enough, I hand him my wallet and ask him if he can get my own driver's license out for me. Yeah. Officer was just like, no, man, you have to do that yourself. So I was like, fuck, what do I do? I finally fidgeted enough where I got the driver's license out, gave it to him. He disappears for a little bit. I throw the cigarette out. He comes back, writes me up a speeding ticket. That was it. Let's you on your way. And the fact that I was... Intoxicated, I had beer behind me. Yeah. I was smoking a cigarette, which was that was clear as day. Yeah, right. Didn't yeah. say because he had my driver's license. He knows you're 17. And I, I, he handed me a speeding ticket, and I asked him, I was like, "How much is this ticket?" And he was just like, "It says it on there." I look at it; it's so blurry as shit. I'm like, "Oh fuck." Oh god. Yeah. So like, I put it in my glove box, and I'm just like, "I'll check it in the morning." And he's <laughs> like, "You have a good day." And I was like, "You too." Yeah, yeah, have a good All night, right. officer. Yeah, cool. Later, bro. <laughs> Later, bro. <laughs> I made it home. I was like, fuck, I gotta get away from that shit. Whoa. How much was the ticket? Oh, man, it was like 200 something. What the fuck? Yeah, it was, it was rough. Where were you going? Like 10, I think it was like 45, 15, or 35. I think about, at least about maybe 50 or 35. Yeah, okay, yeah. 15 over is a real bitch. Yeah. yeah. It jumps up pretty quick right there, yeah. Damn, dude, that sucks. There's yeah. a couple of decent stories, man, I'll tell you. I think he's done stories. Yeah. yeah, they'll fucking get you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like i was telling you last night we uh so back in high school so i lived in mina which is a dry county in yep. Polk county and uh we're only 15 minutes from the oklahoma border and on every part of the border basically is a beer store and so we would drive like 15 minutes we'd take like somebody that was 21 or somebody that looked 21 most of the time usually yeah. worked and uh you could buy this beer but uh you, you could get the keystone and it was a little bit marked up, so it was like $23 or something like that for a 30-pack or whatever. And uh, it was 3.2%. So, like, I was drinking those all through high school, and I thought I could fucking put down some beer, dude. Because, I mean, 3.2%, you, you could finish off 15 of those easy. Right. You know what I mean? And uh, then moved off to college, and I started drinking, like, actually, like, I, I remember the first time I got a 30-pack of Budweiser that was actually, what, like, 4 point or like 5% or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I got so fucking drunk off like a six pack or something. I just like fell asleep, dude. And uh, yeah, I had to kind of take it easy from there on, dude. Yeah. But back in high school, dude, you're just sitting there pounding them. And I mean, you're playing beer pong with them and shit, which is actually kind of nice because you can play for like way longer, you know what I mean? Yeah. And we used to do beer in the cups, which is fucking disgusting, you know what I mean? But that's how we did shit back in high school. Didn't know any better. Dude, Lamar high school parties were trash, man. Oh, like, yeah. They were the worst. Like, they were the. They were fun, obviously, because we were just a bunch of young, dumb kids. Yeah. But these motherfuckers, I would never throw a party at my house with my parents' right time. Because, you know, that was the cliche thing you would always do, obviously, something like that. Yeah. These fucking kids are so... I mean, I have kids just in general, but these motherfuckers are so disrespectful. Like, it comes out where, like, now it's, like, 12 o'clock, and there's no more beer because we can't buy it legally. Not that we're buying it legally in the first place. Right, yeah. But then we just start doing a... a a, do- a driving dash, you know, where like a grab and go, where you just go on a QT real quick because you have a couple cases sitting out there. Uh-huh. Run with two and run right out the door, and you have a driver waiting for you to go. I've done that what? a couple of times. What's okay. that beer run? I can't remember what it's called. I think that is actually the epitome of a beer run. I think, I, like, I've been on beer runs before, but not one of those. I've done them twice, and like the second time I did it, it was the 7 Eleven. Allegedly. 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 Yes, allegedly. Right, right, right. Yeah. 
There's um, a statute of limitations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On that, that never know. happened. And yeah. uh, my name is Ostin, in case you want my information. <laughs> yes. And I live at this address. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ostin Cunningham. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I remember, I remember doing a second one night. So I got this guy park at the 7-Eleven. He backed up uh, so we could get a clean like getaway right in the door. Yeah. Basically. And when I walk in the 7-Eleven real quick, the clerk's a little busy. And there's a bunch of like 18 packs. I think like Miller, Coors, but like one of those. Yeah. But the basic domestics. Mm-hmm. I'm looking left and right and about losing my shit real quick. And I was like, all right, man, time to nut up or shut up. Yeah. And I just grab two. I go back to the door. Clerk starts yelling at me. I just run, chop it. They open the door for me. I hop in the back and I put like one leg in there with the uh, first 18 pack in my left hand, make it in there. And then I got the second one. I'm trying to grab the door and close it at the same time. I drop the second 18 pack. Ah, oh, fuck. Right there in the parking lot. And we're already this and we're going. We're not even trying to chance it. There's no not at that, that point. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a successful mission, yeah, but I still yeah. lost it. Yeah. But I got off topic. So, like, the high school parties, though, these motherfuckers trash. I mean, I know that's high school. Yeah. But every Lamar party I went to, these kids trash the fuck out of it. Once the beer is gone, like I said, we, when I got into the beer run situation, if that didn't happen, then they would find the parents' liquor cabinet. Oh, absolutely. And break into it. Like, a lot yeah. of times, most of them were locked. So, uh-huh. like, the parents were just obviously trying to be yeah. good parents, essentially. Mm-hmm. They break the lock. Drink every fucking thing in there from fucking Jack Daniels to fucking Peach Knops. And the host is probably so drunk they don't even care. Yeah, it's most of most of them are dumb freshman chicks. Yeah, and they're just trying to impress the older guys. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh so, god. Getting bottles of vodka and then they refill them up with water later, just waiting a month <laughs> or two until their parents find out that the Tito's is fucking water and then yeah. they get in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's always like a random guy. That didn't go to high school with us. That somehow got invited. That was fucking there, yeah. Yeah, that was fucking there, and was he would one. always. I solved him every time, and I'm, I, I called this out a couple times. But this random guy would be going through like this chick's drawers, looking for. Um, I don't think like being creepy, like underwear or anything like that. But he was looking in? for like uh, like cameras and valuable shit that he could probably pawn later. Right, for, yeah. Probably drugs and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But also still looking like, like dude, like being somewhat fucking respectful. I know we're a bunch yeah. of degens, but mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, still, dude, you got it. Well, I mean, I guess he didn't even get invited, so you can't really say that. I mean, someone invited him, but it was an initial, like... Yeah, right, yeah. Shouldn't have been there. Yeah. There's always those things, man. I'm sure that's probably every high school party. Oh, absolutely, dude. I had my TV taken out of my fucking room at a high school party. Fuck. Yeah, dude, they fucking, like, took the screen off my window and, like, passed it out the window. And, like, we later found out who it was. And fucking rolled up on the dude's house and like uh, fucking uh, he was like oh no I don't know where it is and all this shit is buddy fucking blue man fuck that guy I'm gonna go ahead and name drop that piece of shit <laughs> fuck but, that guy uh, yeah fuck that guy and so uh, we roll up to his house he's like oh I, just, I don't know anything about it and all this shit and I was like well check like you literally have like one hour I'll be back and if you don't have the fucking TV then me and Dakota are just gonna beat your fucking ass that's just what's gonna happen and so we go to leave and like 15 minutes later we get a call and we're like hey man like. I called around and I found the TV. It's crazy. Oh, weird. And I was like, oh, that's fucking wild, bro. It's weird that you were able to find it in the first place, you know? And so we just rolled over there. He fucking didn't even look at us. Just fucking left the TV on the porch. <laughs> we just, like, went back with it. But, like, I, I used to host parties in my house all the time, dude. Like, I almost never got anything stolen. We always did it out in, like, the field or something. You yeah. Know? So most people wouldn't even be in the house. Right. And so, like, that one time somebody just fucking snuck in the house and took something out of there and it got taken care of, but, like, that's just, this is what's going to happen eventually, you know, if you're out there fucking, you're inviting degenerate kids. I mean, if you're out going to a party to drink, you know, sometimes you, you're not, you don't have the best morals, you know, so that's just what happens. You know? And I'm, I'm going to flashbacks here right now. I'll tell you something crazy about one high school party I went to. It was the summer that I graduated and, I'm just, you know, moving on out of the senior year. Mm-hmm. 
and it was this one chick. I remember her name was Jenna. She was, I think, no, it, was, it wasn't her. Maybe it was friend. Anyways, it was friend's grandma's house. And this lady was like 60, something like that. And she was kind of nasty looking, but she was overseeing it. She allowed us to be young, dumb kids. Mm -hmm. And this one kid, Mikey, he was a junior, so he was about to be a senior. Um, he kind of went off the deep end. I, if I'm not mistaken, I think his dad died that year of, of school. Oh. And so he started doing drugs and just, <clears throat> excuse me, not making good decisions. Yeah, kind of off the rails a little bit. Yeah, but I remember during that party in particular, the grandma's over there chain smoking shit, whatever, blah, blah, blah. We're all drinking, the night progresses. All of a sudden, Mikey and the grandma disappear. Oh, shit. And I didn't pay too much attention. I wasn't really thinking about it. And I think like 10, 15 minutes go by. Mikey comes out in his boxers with a fucking raging heart on and goes, Hey, James, are you down to fuck this grandma? Because the only way I can fuck her around too is if I have a threesome with her. And I need another guy. Oh, and I was wow. Like, the fuck? Are you kidding me right was now? Was this like a good looking grandma? No. no I, oh, you said she was like... She was skinny and stuff like that, but she just was aged and decrepit looking. You yeah. know what I mean? It wasn't even worth it that you wanted Mikey, to. come on. No, I know. I remember they ended up getting like this one guy named Adam, and I'll spare last name. Oh, he rubbed somebody in. He, got he did rub somebody in there. And I kind of witnessed for a little bit because I was intrigued essentially, but not intrigued to do it, but just like what's going on here. Yeah. Like, you know? You kind of want to watch, and but I you just, also don't want to look. I like. see her and bra and panties on the bed, and excuse me, Mikey's laying next to her. Still, you can see he has a fucking massive boner. And Adam's just kind of sitting over the bed just being like okay so what's going on here so what are we what am i how's getting this, myself into here? how's it gonna go down okay cool <laughs> i'm a virgin i like that but stuff all right cool <laughs> and i was like bro i'm out man i can't oh, do this out, shit dude oh my god it's some dumb shit man that we always have that is wild bro and what's crazy is like stiffler's mom kind of thing you know? i was just thinking that yeah. stiffler's grandma stiffler's grandma let's go king yeah definitely go get it bro it's kind of weird because like if you really like think about it like that's kind of like a pedo situation, but it's like a weird, you know, it's kind of like, like you've seen That's My Boy. Yeah, That's My Boy, yeah. Yeah, and they're like, oh, yeah, like he's a hero, and then everybody gets into No, it's cool as fuck, because you're banging this hot teacher, but the yeah. teacher goes to jail. It's like, I'll wait for you. Yeah, oh, definitely. When you get out? Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Miss Lawson. <laughs> or whoever. Miss McGarrigle, that was her name. I Man. just watched that movie like a week ago. Miss McGarrigle. There was, uh, funny story, I'll tell you this too, like, I think it was about 22, Snapchat started coming out, it was all a thing. My buddy David, who went to Lamar too, I don't really know him at Lamar. I met him after I graduated. Mm. I think he was like a sophomore or something when I was a senior. And it was one day he was like, bro, add this Snapchat. And I was like, why? And he was like, add Hot Nicole 24. And I was like, okay, uh, well, what about it? He's like, dude, she posts like nudes and stuff like that. So I was like, cool, whatever, I'll check it out. And nice. She had me back. And it was almost kind of weird. Like, she was not that attractive at all. And oh, I just no. looked at it for a little bit. And, like, I noticed that she was, like, teaching classes in North Carolina. I was like, man, this is, you know, one of those teachers that looks like they, like, get freaky yeah. and shit. Blah, blah, blah. I was, like, weird. And then, like, I just see more posts of, like, her, her like, taking snapshots of her students studying and just talking shit about them. Oh, no. And then at home, she's, like, butt naked or something and yeah. then whatever and playing video games. Well, anyways, I guess, like, a year or two later, Facebook started that, like, Facebook memory thing, mm -hmm. where it's just, like, on this day, 10 yeah. years ago, you posted this. I fucking hate those, <laughs> Some of them really suck. See, yeah. some of my early adolescence in high school, oh, man. Yeah. I, I would fucking quote, like, Lil Wayne songs, I'm like, God, who, who are I, you, bro? I remember I would post, like, some deep shit, like, oh, man, I just... 
like I can't do it today and all this stuff or like have some like weird little like poem or some shit that I had written I'm just like dude what the fuck are you doing bro or it'd be like oh I fucking love Presley or I fucking like some random shit like that you know yeah see something really so yeah this was my birthday I'm not sure what year it was but I get you know hey look back at all these people that said happy birthday to you so I, I think I was just bored so I was like cool let's just scroll it back and yeah. see all these previous years mm-hmm I make it all the way back to 2008. I graduated in 09. Yeah. I make it back to like 2008. And there's this one girl on my Facebook that was named Nicole something. And she said, happy birthday, James. Can't wait to see you later in class. And I was like, okay, what? That's weird. So I clicked on her, her profile. Uh-huh. And I started looking at her pictures. And I'm like, holy shit, that's hot Nicole 24. Hey, yeah. I'm like, what the she fuck? She remembered you, bro. I was like, what is this? So I never talked to this girl a day in my life on Snapchat. Yeah. Nothing. But ever as soon as I saw that, I literally went to Snapchat, opened it up, messaged her, I said, hey, did you go to my high school? She said, no, I taught there. <gasps> oh, shit. I was like, the fuck? I could have sex with my teacher? Damn. Ah. Every child of fantasy, you know? Well, you said she wasn't too attractive. But she, she wasn't. Was she That's like probably why she wasn't awesome? memorable. No, she was not at all. No. Okay. I wouldn't have. Yeah. For the record, I wouldn't have. Okay. Honestly. Yeah. Miss Elrod, though? That was a whole other Ms. story. Miss Elrod, what's up, baby? Yeah. <laughs> yeah? There's always one at the high school that, like, you're like, why are you even a teacher? Like, you knew. Like, yeah. Yeah. You're too hot to be doing this, dude. Ah. My Lord, grant me a serenity to not fuck my teacher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's wild. But, okay, so, made it through high school. You graduated in 09, you said? Yeah. Right? Okay, so, kind of got into, like, a little bit of the party scene, like, towards the end of it, right? Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then, so, were you working at this point, or, like, were you still kind of, like, chilling, like, staying at your parents' house oh, or whatever, uh- Yeah. I started originally in at 15 doing refereeing and scorekeeping, but that was only like a Saturday thing. For what sport? Volleyball, basketball, baseball a little bit. It was like $20 an hour. It wasn't a bad gig. It was really easy. Yeah. And uh, when I was uh, 17 or 18, mm-hmm. I think maybe my senior year, I, my first, I got my first job essentially and it was, excuse me, waiting tables at Trail Dust Steakhouse. At where? Trail Dust Steakhouse. Oh, Trail Dust? Which is now The Rock. It was the where rock. you yeah. now where you came That's from and stuff like that. Because you know the Rock had that big, big trail dust sign, sign dude. Yeah. yeah, in it. So they I've paid homage to it. Such good things about trail dust. Trail dust was great. Yeah, it was awesome, and I hated it. What? Yeah, yeah what? just you know, management. Seems like a weird like, like biker bar, wasn't it? No, it was just a fucking redneck yippee ki haw steakhouse. <laughs> yeah, with this massive fucking two story slide on the inside for the kids. They had a stage to do country music, mm-hmm. and they had this gimmick. Where, like, we're chilling. We're, I guess, what, blue collar, mm-hmm. but we don't wear ties around here. So every time That's you come right. in with the tie, they cut, They either they ask you to take your tie off or we're going to cut it off. Yeah. And that was their gimmick. They would cut your tie off and then give you a, um, a card, like a business card. You write your name on it, blah, 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 date. Yeah. And then they stapled it somewhere on the wall. That's dope. Yeah. I do remember them telling me that story, too. Yeah. 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 It was that cool. That was the first job I got whenever I came to DFW, actually. Uh, it was the, the Rock at that point. But right. I had the big trail right. sign. And The Rock was fucking sick, dude. Like, I loved the whole vibe of it. Like, they played rock music. They had, like, ACDC shit up on the walls. Like, Led Zeppelin stuff everywhere, dude. I've had the pizza once. It wasn't bad. It was, you know, not terrible. It was actually really... Most of it was really good pizza. But, dude, I just... It was just horribly managed, unfortunately. Like, they sent Jeff... You remember Jeff? Yeah. They sent him down here to try to save that restaurant because it has been running to the fucking ground. It was so far gone. Like, 
he he had it for like a year and he was like there's nothing we can do here dude yeah right <laughs> yeah so uh yeah that was my first job i worked that and then got fired right before summer started and then interesting enough too we had a when you walk in it was like this full long shotgun style barn mm -hmm. host area and then you turn a corner and then you'd see this open wood fire pit grill yeah. that they would cook their steaks, ribs, all that kind of stuff on mesquite, mesquite um, wood. Mm -hmm. And just this massive, like I said, dining hall um, with service stations, tables that slide, you yeah. know, the, um, uh, the stage. There was another grill in the back and then there was even another So upstairs. when they made it the rock, they changed all that. They demolished it yeah, okay. and then built the rock. Gotcha, okay. So they wiped clean and started over. Yeah. Huge, it looked like a barn on the outside, and it kind of is, but it's a massive barn on the inside. But uh, back to the high school party stage, I remember that sometimes. Um, sorry, George. Sorry, George. Sorry, much <laughs> luck. Um, so, any who's like, when you walk in, like I said, you have that shotgun style bar, you mm -hmm. have the host stand, and then you have like the sitting seat, like waiting area, yeah. and then the massive hall after that, where you would sit down and get your, you know, dinner, lunch, whatever time of the day it is. Right. Um, but right by that was that wood fire grill mm. with glass windows, so you could literally keep tabs on your steak if you wanted to. There you go. And then right around to the corner was the liquor cabinet, and then the woodshed. And we used to smoke cigarettes in the woodshed. That was our broke area. And so, yeah. like one day, someone didn't put a cigarette out and almost caused a small fire. Oh fuck! Well, you get that wood going, dude. Wood was going to take the whole place down, dude. Yeah. So I remember one day I was like, "Man, we got this party to go to." Friday, Saturday night, I can't remember what it was. And I had to work, I think it was Saturday night, I had to work Friday night, and I was talking to my buddy Sean, and I was like, how are we gonna, we gotta get some liquor, bro. We gotta outdo ourselves, how are we gonna do this? Oh shit. And I remember that every now and then, occasionally they would count the liquor in the liquor cabinet, but not lock it back. Yeah. And at the grill station, the open grill station, there was this Spanish cook named Eric, cool ass dude. Yeah. Um, you could literally look at the cabinet. You could see it as far as it goes. And then when you go to the woodshed, it was this big fence. But imagine with a little hole in the bottom uh -huh. for breathing and a hole in the top for breathing. Yeah. So I told Eric, I was like, man, I'm, I'm going to steal some bottles. Yeah. And the cameras that they have are all fake. Nice. Yeah. So I already know that for yeah. being employed there. So I was like, I'll tell you what. I was like, what bottle do you want if you can keep a lookout for me? And just yell, scream, something crazy. I'll get the fuck out of there real quick. Yeah. He's like, I want a bottle of uh, Great Goose. I was nice. like, all yeah. right, cool, bet. Yeah. What so are go, you going for? I got, I just kind of took whatever. I got yeah. Jack for sure. Yeah, of course. Always yeah. my one go-to. I think everyone's go-to. I got a yeah. bottle of Jaeger. Got a bottle of Goose. Yeah. And another bottle of vodka. I can't remember. Mm -hmm. And I had Sean waiting on the outside of the woodshed. And when I had all four bottles in me, I yelled out his name real quick. Kind of, well, not yelled, but like whispered. And he's mm -hmm. up there. And I slid him underneath that little hole in the bottom. Nice. Yeah. Gave it to him. Mm -hmm. um, he put those in my car and then he dispersed. Yeah. Um, later we closed, we were blah, blah, blah. Eric met me by my car. I gave him this bottle. And then the next night, man, I had a great fucking time. When I, I bet you did, dude. Yeah. Hell yeah. You roll in, you look like a fucking badass, bro. Surprising. Uh, not surprising at all. Good bottles. Oh, no, especially yeah. not that young. Uh, yeah. Not surprising at all, though. The uh, liquor cabinet was locked after that. Oh, of course. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Did they ever find out no, what happened? Not at all. Oh, okay. And the company doesn't exist anymore, so go fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you, Trail does. But also, it sounded like a really cool place. You know what I mean? It was, honestly. Yeah. I would still go to this day. Mm. There was one steak that was 50 ounce. It was called 50 ounce steak. Tiba was called the Bull Shipper. The Bull Shipper. Yeah, that's literally what it was. It was interesting. Mm. 
Bro, these keystones go down so smooth. It's, actually. Like, it's like water at this point. Oh no, we're in trouble. I'm getting high school flashbacks. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> it's just mine doesn't have a ball in it. <laughs> Do you need another one, Yuka? No, I'm good right now. I just tap this one. Nice. I'm going to do this a little bit too easy, unfortunately. Well, I mean, not unfortunately. That's kind of what we're here for, really. No, that's the point. That's yeah. two dudes having fun, man. Yeah. So that's what I told them last night. I was like, so the point of the podcast is not to get drunk, but it's kind of like a byproduct of it. Like, we are going to get drunk, but, like, I mean, that's not, you know. Whatever happens, happens. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, wanna, I just wanna hear these crazy stories and I'd like to have a drink while I do it, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, this is just a cup of it. I mean, that, I'm barely leaving high school at this point. Yeah, and just I sort of got rat shit. Yeah, yeah, we got some stuff to talk about here, bro. I look at some of my, some of the shit that I did even in high school that I haven't touched upon. I, My brother reminds me about it. I just shake my head and like, what the fuck, bro? Same, dude. My sister still tell me some stories that I had like forgot about sometimes, dude. And I'm like, fucking, did I really do that? Was I really like that shitty sometimes, dude? Yeah, there's one I'm not going to admit to right now, but I, it's shitty. Mm. And I'm just like, fuck, you are fucking asshole. For that. Yeah. Was it like you're an asshole towards your brother? Or? Uh, half, fuck it. We're here. Okay, yeah. <laughs> God forbid. And I love you, by the way. I say this, but, um, my senior year, I was just kind of over it, and I had, like, three off periods, and we had block schedules, which had A, B days. Mm. So, A, B day, you go one to, one to four period. Mm. B days, you go five to eight. Nice. And um, my stat class, the one I told you about the Michael Phelps story and stuff like that, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, math was always my strong subject, too, so it was never a problem. But uh, it just, that was one of my later classes, and I just got to the point that year where I just didn't give a shit anymore. Mm. I just skipped a bunch. This was senior year? Yeah, and just smoking weed, doing just hood rat shit, and I didn't show up to stat class, I think, for like two or three weeks straight, and I came back finally once, and I needed to, and I knew, and I was, so here's the thing is, I was a terrible person and, and a bad kid for some reason, but I was also self-conscious Whoa. enough that I still wanted to make sure I passed these classes, and yeah. school was still important, essentially, mm-hmm. and I gave a self-conscious effort, yeah. but I knew after missing like two week, weeks straight, like, how the fuck am I going to pass this, so I came up with this terrible fucking lie. And I told my stat teacher that my dad passed away. And that I was going yeah. through it a lot. Yeah. I don't remember this, by the way. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. Sorry. Yeah. Tell him this terrible fucking lie and say that. And he feels bad. Obviously, I'm young. He gets it, whatever. Gives me a hall pass. I get caught up with the schoolwork, blah, blah, this and that. And then I just kind of fell off the deep end a week or so later and just started skipping again. Yeah. Well, he, that teacher calls my, my house. expecting oh, me to talk to my mom and tell her... Like, hey, just checking in, wanna make sure he's okay, he hasn't been back, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, my but, condolences yeah. with his late father. Well, yeah. my dad answers the phone. Ah, fuck. And he's like, hey, who's this? And he's, you know, my dad's name. Mm-hmm. He goes, oh, your son told me you passed away. I was like, well, no, still alive. How did you As far as I know it. Oh, no. Nothing happened to me out of school, and I don't remember any of this either. Yeah. But when my when my brother John told me that story, I'm like, "You fucking piece of shit, bro." Not wow. me, John, but me. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I get it. Uh, I was still, like I said, I was still trying to be self conscious enough to still pass, mm-hmm. and but also be a terrible person at the same time. Yeah. It's like having a conscience, you know. It, but it's like you're using the devil on the shoulder, robbing a bank, but then still being like, "Well, donate half the money I stole to charity." Yeah, right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's just like, yeah, because I still need mine. Yeah. You know, it was kind of one of those oh, things. Wow. But 
Well, I mean, that's not, I mean, that is, that does kind of suck, you know, that's kind of a, you know, that is a shitty thing, dude, but I mean, you're, you're a little kid, dude, basically. I was just too busy getting fucked up, hi. I mean, 17 or 18, bro, like, I was a fucking, <coughs> still, like, I can't believe that they let these motherfuckers vote and shit, dude, like, I can, I wouldn't recommend me voting and stuff like that whenever I was 18 or having any say in anything, you know what I mean, because I was a fucking idiot, you know, so, like, yeah, I did stupid shit. Like, I remember, so you, you were saying that was your eighth period class or whatever, seventh period? It was like the last period of the day. So yeah, so remember. my last period was Spanish. And my teacher was a fucking, uh, she had done a little bit too much acid okay. back, in, back in the day. And so, like, she was just a little frazzled. Love know? that so, for her. Yeah. And I basically told her that I uh, had lost my hair. I don't remember if I told her I had cancer. I don't think I told her that. I just told her that I was bald and that I wore a wig every day. <laughs> and uh, she fucking bought it, dude. Yeah, fucking ridiculous. Dude. And I came one day with a haircut, and she was like, "Oh, did you get a new wig?" And I was like, yeah, I told yeah, you. Know, I had forgot that I had told her whenever she asked me, dude. So I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I had to get it. You know, I just got it trimmed. You know, I got it put back on. You know, so yeah, so." Yeah, and she was the sweetest lady, but, like, we gave her hell all the time, dude. Like, I mean, not even gave her hell, but it was, like, we'd tell her, like, oh, we have to get out early to go to practice or, like, whatever the fuck it was. And, like, most of the time, I didn't even fucking go to, to her class, but, like, I'd just show up on test days and just fucking rock out the test because, like, we'd be passing around the fucking study guide and shit, you know, because she's sitting over at her desk in a fucking daze, and we're passing around the study guide with all the answers, you know. Right. So, yeah, so... You can kind of work around some teachers, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if there it's, are it's any high schoolers watching this, I do put, whenever they ask me on, like, Facebook and shit, like, if this is for children, I'm like, fuck no. <laughs> like, no, this is not for children at all. So, if you listen to this, you're not supposed to be listening to this, but keep listening and drop a like or a follow. Or right, right. Look, you know I mean? Like and subscribe to my YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And make sure you hit that like button at the end of this link, okay? <laughs> drop a comment, you know. Let me know if your teacher believed whether or not you wore a wig every day. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot, uh, eighth grade, I had this teacher and we accidentally, I don't think it was necessarily us, but it happened while she was there. We gave her a fucking heart attack. What? She had to be carried away in an ambulance, whatever. So, this old black lady, she was really nice, but she was cross out as fuck. Oh. And she was teaching history, I think, or something like that. I can't remember Sounds the name. Sounds like a history teacher, yeah. But she always thought my name was Steven. And the other guy in class who was Steven was James. Nice. And I would she's actually... probably looking at you. Yeah, like, so she's looking at me, but not looking at me. Oh, no. And, like, I mean, I remember, like, obviously can't see this because it's a visual, but there was one time where she's... I was just kind of talking. She was These like... guys can see it. She's like, <laughs> I'm Steven. You're, you're, you're James. That's Steven over there. Yeah. And she's like, Steven, stop talking. What I tell you, boy? And Steven's <laughs> like, ma'am, I'm not talking. What, what, <laughs> I'm not talking. He's like, not you. You. You oh, no. and points way off of the fucking distance, like to the ceiling. We're like, man, what the fuck are you staring at? And I think it was actually that instance, and then shortly a little after that, I don't remember the exact details, but then all of a sudden she's like, guys, clutches her chest. We're like, what the fuck's going on? She's like, I think I'm having a heart attack. Uh, we're like, fuck. Like, are you okay? Like, I immediately go outside. Like telling the class. Like, yeah, oh, like fuck. I immediately go outside and, and get the teacher across the hallway. He was like, uh tech teacher or something, whatever. Yeah. Excuse me, they call an ambulance. They send her home. Well, to the hospital. Right. And then uh, she never came back. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Was I don't she think she died. Yeah, she, she was definitely yeah, old. She was, she was probably yeah. pushing late 50s, early 60s. And like yeah, I said, she was a nice little sweet lady, cross-eyed motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> it was cross so hard to deal with in that classic, too. 
And then getting away with shit when I'm Steven, but not Steven. Like, yeah. Uh, like, like, send Steven to the principal's office. I'm like, I'm going to ruin this other kid's fucking life. <laughs> so right God, dude. Let's mark a J right here. Send dude, Steven to the principal's fuck office. Fuck it. No regrets, man. <laughs> not even a letter on that one. <laughs> not even a letter, yes. All right, so we're coming up on the 30-minute mark, so I'm going to go ahead and stop this. Do you need to pee? Yeah, I'm about to. Okay. All right, so stop it. I'll toss in a little, like, weird bleep there here in a minute. Let me fucking get her going. I'm going to check this last one and make sure that I didn't fuck it up. All right, right and we're ready. This is Dustin here. Move the trash can? Crazy. Uh, set them up there with the rest of the cans. Oh, wow. I'm going to recycle them. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's hard. That's hard. the Pac-Man or something there. Just open. Okay, nice. Yeah, we made it all the way through the story and you reiterated what you're talking Did about. Did I? From the, okay, cool. Yeah. Bathroom right so now. we actually timed out because I wasn't paying attention. So okay. it, it, we can only record 30 minutes at a time and that was 29.59. So that's what got us. Ah, okay, cool. <laughs> Bader tot, Bader tot. She's a dog I like why. All right, if you're still with us over here on YouTube, we're taking a break. James had to pee. I'm probably going to need to pee here in a minute. Kind of thinking about throwing this pizza in the oven, but I'm also not like super hungry. And yeah, so yeah, we're just kind of hanging out, dude. Yeah, having a good time over here. I should probably just go ahead and go pee, just to fucking get this thing going. Make sure that we're good. Nice. Moist. So I made sure to tell YouTube over here that we were both taking a quick pee here. Yes. Uh, I was going to say, I don't know if you tried these before, but if you need like a little nicotine kick, those are there for you. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. Not just yet. Yeah. Yeah, we're not quite there yet. Maybe not like for the first time. 
Yeah, I remember doing fucking dip the first time. I like threw up every time I did it. Dude, actually, the last podcast, or the second to last podcast I did with my brother in law, um, I hadn't done a dip in fucking forever. So I did one with him on the podcast, and it was like literally just me, like fucking spitting every like 10 <laughs> seconds or so. And like every couple minutes, I'd fucking like dig that bitch out and like fucking get it out of there and then I'd fucking get drunk and get another one and I was like what the fuck are you doing dude? I did, <laughs> I did one I'm trying to upstairs play video games and I started like swallow a little bit of it because it was like long cut or something or it was fine cut oh fuck Grizzly yeah. or whatever or something like that um, and it was Copenhagen Grizzly was fine Copenhagen yeah. was just too thin and I swallowed a little bit of it and I started gagging throwing it up having this massive just terrible time and my mom comes upstairs and she's like are you okay? you're sick I'm like leave me not doing anything. Ah, it's not what it looks. <laughs> Alright, I had to start recording partway through that because that was just that was too good. No, I mean <laughs> that was his uh, his little dip story right there. Oh. Yeah, that shit will fuck you up, dude. It got me two podcasts ago and it was uh, a little bit much, dude. Yeah, thanks, Traven. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to your boy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Actually, oddly enough, this fucking episode has been just going off, dude. Yeah, like his uh, episode has almost as many views as like. So the one that I have that has the most is like 65 and he's at like 57. And it was like the first podcast that I did. So he's fucking climbing up there, dude. Yeah. Yeah, he's doing a good job. Good job, Trevor. Yeah. Hey. I don't know who you are, but I like your style. He's an interesting dude. Yeah. He's the the brewer that I was talking about. Oh, yeah. Yeah, My my brother-in-law. I'm just going to tap this to make sure it doesn't fuck up. Did it. On Traven's podcast, oddly enough, it fucking like timed out on us. We're just like we're so drunk, we're like, oh fuck it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's for YouTube, fuck them. It's the Budweiser Select for me though, man. <laughs> oh, you like that? Yeah, yeah, dude. That's yeah. cool. I'd like to plug it in, but does it not work? Or you don't well, have a plug? Well, it or? has like a like a short in it or something that makes it to where it fucking like it, it'll only blink, and I want it to stay like stagnant. But uh, it just fucking won't do it. Bitch. And there's a button on the bottom of it. My buddy Kevin actually gave this to me. Yeah. And uh, it works just fine. Like it, it, it'll fucking work. It just, it, it only blinks. I would try to help you fix it, but I'm not a doctor, so. Yeah, right. We're, we're beer doctors. Beer doctors. Let me see here. Fucking there look at that, hey, bro. You're welcome. Okay, well, we're not going to touch that for the rest uh-huh. of the night. <laughs> Very cool. I should probably plug this fucking uh, laptop in somewhere, though. I think there's a plug behind it. You mind plugging this in for me? I don't see anything, but there's that one up there. Oh, yeah, there's one here. Yeah. Let's do that. Okay, sorry. Technical difficulties, guys. I just got my fucking Budweiser thing to work, and I'm actually pretty excited about it. So, yeah, that's what we're going to go with. It's a trap. It's a trap. Okay, cool. So, I don't even know where we were at. We were talking about, uh... <laughs> we were talking about a teacher heart attack. But yes. We were also trying to get on, like, the crest of just shenanigans and, and slowly getting out of high school at this point and transitioning of just being a hood rat, D-gen, yeah. young kid. So, what did you? How, what was your GPA when you graduated? Uh, good question. Yes. Yeah. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't remember. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. What was your ACT score? Um, my... I don't... ACT, I didn't take the oh, act, I took the SAT. Okay, yeah. And um, I don't even know the numbers on the SAT, honestly. I can't remember. I think I think the SAT, you get like fucking what two hundred points for just signing your name correctly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're and trying think, to get like a thousand. No, I think it's like eighteen hundred of the top score or something. Yeah, like that. okay. I'm so not hundred percent. I can't remember on this, but 
I do remember taking a couple of the PSATs and right. obviously practice for it, so mm-hmm. you can get in college winner. And um, those were all like decent to mediocre. Okay, yeah. Um, they were great, and then there was the essay portion, and I'd always get like a two, and four was the best one you got. Oh, really? Um, so that time that I was actually supposed to take my SAT, I was actually supposed to take it at Arlington Heights, the school yeah. that I got kicked out of my summer year. Um, and this is what my junior year. Um, I'm supposed to take it one Saturday morning and Friday night over here off of Trinity Boulevard, there used to be this place called the Treehouse where this redneck, I can't remember his name, with this old beat up white Ford would always drive around with a fucking, one of those gallon buckets with a fucking gravity bong in it. Oh, nice. And he made, yeah, yeah. He made I don't know, stage. actually have one of those under the sink. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> allegedly. So, allegedly, yes. Yeah. Um, we are still in Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> For CBD purposes, guys. It's, it's Absolutely, oils. yeah. We only smoke Delta 8 out of that. And, and, and Seth. <laughs> and, and Seth, what? In what? Sense? In sense? Yeah, yeah. 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 We're, we're not Alabama anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, this, this redneck dude, older guy, just get drunk and he, he out in the sticks, which is now uh, geographically the uh, Viridian, the, that neighborhood over there. Really? I was just there today. Um, well, right across the landfill. So that was just a bunch of trees and shit and a little bit of... Uh, is that what that is on the other side? Is that a landfill? It's a landfill on the other side. You didn't know that? With that massive that. like big, pyramid yeah. mountain looking kind of thing? I was just wondering because they're building something up there. Uh, they're not. They're building a higher wall to retain all the trash. Oh, that's fucked up. We were literally just talking today about, like, I'm I'm going to go up there and fucking see what they're building. That's crazy. Okay. I mean, you can go. I don't want to go anymore. You want to check it out? <laughs> you want to, I'll check it out with you tomorrow. Like, Actually, that does sound kind of cool. Yeah. Let's just walk up this hill and see what happens. See what kind of treasures we find. <laughs> so that, the place for the Viridian now was just trees, forests, like dirt trails. You you just get, it was kind of redneck-ish a little bit, or I was hanging out with a bunch of fucking just rednecks and we would just drive our trucks out there and shit yeah and i had this little convertible c-ring piece of shit so obviously i couldn't go out there <laughs> yeah four wheelers all yeah, that kind of stuff buddy yeah and they call it the treehouse because in this little open area around a bunch of trees i can't remember his name would make he made two tree houses with a zip line in between both of them oh, and then okay. would gather a bunch of trees and twigs and brush in the middle of both of them and would make this massive bonfire put our trucks up there Chill, camp out, tailgate, just get fucked up. Where it's yeah, at, dude. And that was that was a Friday, Saturday thing. We'd always get fucked up. Mm-hmm. And I remember this one night in particular. It was Friday night, and I was up there. And my buddies left me for a little bit, and then this just nasty redneck chick comes up. She's like, "Hey, cutie, how are you?" Starts hitting on me, and I'm oh, just like, shit. "I have no way to get out of here. I'm uncomfortable as shit. Uh-huh. I'm already hammered." Finally, just break away. My buddies come back, and I was like, cool, we gotta take it back to my car. So they yeah. go back to the start. I, I get in my car, dip out, go home, hammer shit. Wake up the next morning to take my SAT. Oh, okay. Make it all the way to Arlington Heights, and as I'm pulling in the parking lot, there's this truck in front of me, and I accidentally didn't get too close to it and give it a nice little love tap. Yeah. And this Hispanic girl around my age gets out, and I was like, shit, I'm still fucking hungover shit. Yeah. And I was just like, I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. This was at the school? This was at the school, and we're like five minutes deep and about to take the SAT. And we look at the damage, nothing happens, a little love tap. Yeah. Just like, it's cool. And then her and I go now into the library to take the SAT together. (laughs) Um, The reason why I'm telling you the story is I don't know what the fuck happened, man, but I took the SAT, I wrote this fucking just amazing bestseller of an essay. Nice. And it came out a couple months later, whatever, got my score back. I, I can't remember what it was. I think it was like an 1800 is the best. I got like a 16. Nice. And I also got a four on my essay. 
And I nice. never got anything better than that too. Yeah. So it's like the power of alcohol sometimes, you know? Yeah, you really know. though, yeah. Whenever you really have to like rally, you know, sometimes you uh, you rise to that occasion. Yeah. It's terrible to say that, but hey, it happens. Hey man, sometimes you gotta introduce a little bit of uh, adversity, you know, so you can see what your best is. Bro. Right. Yeah. You know, uh, what, what's his name? I was talking about Ernest Hemingway was whacked out of his mind every time he wrote a book. Every fucking time, dude. So was, that guy's uh, a celebrated uh, author. Yep, so was uh, Stephen King. He fucking, apparently, he, well, he drank, smoked, did fucking coke, did everything, dude. Yeah, he was a fucking I mean, he got a kid yeah. back up so he can finish that novel. That's exactly right, dude. Yeah. 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 You know how you get to Carnegie Hall, right? Doing coke? Practice. Practice. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> coke it. helps too. Okay. But, yeah. Yeah, coke yeah. helps with practice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you ever play RuneScape in high school? Uh, I, I played it like once or twice, but I never got into it. Oh, for I never, there was that Maple Story was really big. I don't know if you remember Maple that. Maple Story. I know the name, but I don't know. Did you ever have a Zanga? Zanga? Yeah, you're about my. Zanga was like the precursor of MySpace. <gasps> no, actually. So I, I started on MySpace, actually. Yeah. So Zanga was like X A N G. A yeah, Zanga, mm. and yeah, it was just a really basic template where you could kind of make your own backgrounds and then I think make a top eight or something like that. And that was just the, the, that was just a fucking rage. Yeah, but then you know Mark Zuckerberg's making this college product of uh, MySpace, and then he opens it up to just not college uh, email addresses. To you talking about Facebook? You said Facebook. Facebook. Mark yeah. Zuckerberg. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah he he. So because originally that was just a college um, uh, group only. Should be just the one. I was the like, so, so you had to originally, because I had a couple people that I knew that were a little bit older than me, you had to have a college email address to yeah. have like, to be able to be created a MySpace. Uh, and then it wait, ca- Facebook? Facebook. MySpace, yes. I'm sorry. Facebook. Yeah. Damn, I'm all over this. Yeah, I know. Spot. <laughs> That's all good. I sorry. got you. Yeah. So That's then what I'm here. Well, there was MySpace too, obviously. That was in between. Mm-hmm. That's what I was trying to get at. And then you had Facebook blew up because of after that. So, right. Yeah. yeah. So Zanga was kind of in the my, er, MySpace. Yeah, MySpace. It was so Zanga MySpace. Yeah. And then Tom sold out. Yeah. And then I, Who did I he made, sell to? Did he sell it? To I don't. Know, he sold it to somebody. But I. You ever seen any of those like Tom pages where it's like naked Tom, clown uh, Tom, or something oh like that? God. Like people would make these fake MySpace pages of Tom's picture, but like edit it and make it funny. That's fucking hilarious. I did dude. one. I can't even remember what it was. It was something stupid. <laughs> Dude, Tom was the best, bro. Tom was cool, dude. I remember his fucking face. I remember his MySpace picture was him like awkwardly leaning like over. Awkwardly and smiling and like looking at the camera. And you got that math equation going on in the background. Like, bro, this is your thing. Like, you couldn't get a professional photo. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, to start off with that, yeah. But after like a year or so, wouldn't you want to like? Yeah, you and a Lamborghini. Really That's why you're at the bottom of everybody's friends list. You remember how you could like curate it and like pick who was your top. Oh, he was way at the bottom. Yeah. you can you oh, okay. make exclusive to the top four. Yeah, you oh, didn't yeah. want to have eight friends. <laughs> you want that yeah. selective. You want that group. select, bro. Yeah, I mean, and, and to be in that top four, you have to do some shit. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. I need to see some boobies or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean. uh some chesticles. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> Show me them titties, girl. Yeah. Now I remember that. I remember uh, for the longest time my. Uh, my uh, song on MySpace was uh, No Handlebars. I can run my bike. No yeah, handlebars. yeah. It was Handlebar. I can't remember who sings it, but I fucking love that song still. Honestly. Oh, I haven't heard that in a hot ass minute, actually. See, this is what I'm talking about with this fucking Budweiser. It's good. It means you're always open. There you go. Okay, cool. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's honestly probably just so old. That like it's just shorting out somewhere. Do you ever so try like I'm the, really trying to be here, man. Like, do you ever try like the Fonzie approach where you just hit it and go, hey, hey, dude, hey? 
now. Now. And now it's bringing faster. Yeah, so yeah. It's like, hey, back at you, hey. bro. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we're coming out of high school. And so do you did you go to college, like, straight out? I went to TCC a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, Which TCC is? Northeast. Yeah, Texas, Community, uh, Texas College of Champions. Oh, that's fucking dope, actually. Yeah, that's a cool yeah. name. But dude. actually, it's Texas Community College. Mm. It used right, to be okay. TCJC previously, which was like Tarrant County Junior College. And it's just a junior college. Yeah. Uh, the goal essentially was to, I wanted to go to Texas A&M. Mm. Um, kind of after my brother Matt, because he did that. And I just, I'm, I'm still an Aggie to this day. Still love him. There you go. Okay. But, yeah. uh. The point was to go to TCC, get a year under my belt, prove that this was it. Because, like I said, I was doing some just fucked up. Like, I was still self conscious about my grades, but I was still just being a degenerate. You made good enough grades. Yeah. Well, and, and fortunately for me, I was so smart. And then honor classes to where, towards the end of my high school career, like, I just didn't, I didn't have anything to do. Yeah. And that kind of allowed me to be more open and lazy and That's kind of what happened get into the shenanigans. My my, the last half of my day, my senior year, was uh, a college class. It was fucking radio and TV. Like, yeah. You know. And I should have been doing something like that, but I didn't. So I just, like I said, I, just, like, I think my B day, I went to class, uh, fifth and sixth period. Mm -hmm. You would have to have A lunch. So you have three lunches. You have, like, A, B, C lunch so they can separate. You got A lunch. That's how mine was, yeah. You go to, so... The second period's over, you go to lunch, and then bam, you start third period. If you have B lunch, you start third period, in the middle of third period, you go lunch, and then go back to third period. That's if you had C lunch, then you would go to one second, first, second, third period, and then after third, you'd go lunch, and then you'd finish up with four periods. How did you have for lunch? Like 30 minutes, maybe? 40, 50, something like that. It wasn't terrible, yeah. but there's a block schedule, too, so these are like two-hour classes. Oh, right. Four okay, classes yeah. a day, two hours, so was it like eight hours yeah. in a minute, something like that. That's a trip, dude, yeah. It was, yeah. It was rough being them longer because in the traditional um, traditional schedule is like, what, 45, 50 minutes for that's like a seven-period day? Yeah. Yeah. It was like, like seven or eight periods, I think it was. And that's yeah. how Heights was. Yeah. And then transitioning to Lamar, it was different, and I'm like, man, I'm in this class too long, what the fuck's going on? I can't imagine being in a class for two hours. I'd be fucking bored, honestly. But yeah, so I, I did Tarrant for a little bit. Just kind of got off the beaten path. Yeah. Um, and you're still working in the service industry at this point? I lost my job at at the beginning of the summer of me. What made you lose your job, if I may? Uh, so, ironically, not even ironically, it's just... Uh, so the same guy that helped me steal those bottles, Yeah. he comes in my job one Friday night, and uh, it's like, so we close at 10 or 11, I'm assuming 11 probably, because it's Friday. Yeah. He shows up at like, let's say 10.45, and he's like, hey man, we're about to go party, come on. And he walks into the restaurant with two Ford Locos. Mm. Unopened, yeah. but still walks in and he has them in his hands. Come on, like, let's go, let's start drinking shit like that, because yeah. he's kidding, he wasn't thinking. And I instantly see him, and I also have my TVC, my food handles, stuff, so I know better. I don't, he's, I don't think he ever worked in a restaurant industry, yeah. especially at that point. Mm. But I look at him and I'm like, Sean, what the fuck? I was like, get out. Yeah, and he's like, what? I was like, you have outside liquor, or like outside alcohol. Mm. Like get out of this restaurant right now, and he's like, "What? Well, my bad." And then Bert, this dude that I could never stand, was he one of the servers? Or what? he was another server. He saw it. He's like, "Oh, I saw it. I'm telling on you." And I looked at him. And I said, "Bert, shut the fuck up, bro. The fuck get the up, hell out of here." I guess so, he's an older guy. Nah, he was Bert. a couple years older than me, but not even that bad. He, oh, I was really? probably like 18 at that time, and he was at least well, I was 18 at that time. He was probably like 20, 21, maybe something like that. Poor guy got named Bert. 
I know, tell me about it. That's probably why he, he's fucking such a loser. And, uh, so he legit did tell me. And it sucked, too, because that night in general was, like, the best shift I've ever had. Showed us. I think I made, like, 250 bucks, something like that. Yeah. This is 2009. Yeah. You know, so it's pretty great. I'm not, and I'm a fucking 18 year old kid, and I'm just gonna waste all that money on Yeah, 250 is gonna be fucking dope. Yeah. yeah it'll we, be gone tomorrow. Full gas tank, fucking, you know, a couple grams of weed, and, yeah. you know, some alcohol from a hey mister. We're golden. But trust yeah. me, I'm, I'm, I'm a king. Yeah. In high school session. Yeah. 250? Oh, yeah. yeah. You're gonna be straight, bro. But, uh. That's what other high schoolers make in a whole week. Yeah, exactly, right? Mm-hmm. And your fucking subway job, you peasant. <laughs> and yes, I'll take that on white. Yeah. <laughs> No, bro, the Italian herb and cheese. I know, it's good. I had to do it. You had to do it, bro. But, yeah, so he, 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 he snitched on me. I came in the next day, sat down with the GM. They're like, hey, we checked the cameras, the fake cameras, and saw that your friend brought him in there. We had to fire you. And I was like, well, that's cool and all. Like, I know he did that, but I didn't. Yeah. And, yes, I am in association with him and stuff like that, but, like. And I told him to leave. I told him to leave. Yeah. And, you know, I told Bert off for just being a fucking, you know, but well, you're already fired at this point. Yeah, so. but uh, I mean, yeah. but I, 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 I don't really know. That's, that's a debatable question now that I think about that, because I shouldn't have, essentially, but whatever, it's Texas. So you tell the guy off? Well, no, I, 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 we're, we're getting fired, essentially, because my friend walked in with beers, and I know him, but I never told him to do that. I, even, honestly, yeah. to this day, I never did. So it's just, literally, we should have seeked criminal action on him. Yeah. Wait, so on... On my friend who came in with the beers. Right. Yeah. As opposed to terminating me, but... It was also probably just an excuse for them to get rid of me. But and, I honestly think so, yeah. It was. And it doesn't matter. So, uh, funny story, though, too, is like a year later, I get this Facebook notification from Bert, and he wants to be my Facebook friend. And to this day, he's still pending accepting. Pending, yeah. I have a couple of those. Yeah. I looked at yeah, I, I love think those. This is yeah. like 12, 13 years old. And I, yeah. I still, sometimes I see it, I'm like, ha, fuck you, Bert. Fuck you, bro. I think I have like my uh, like this dude from back in the day, Dax Wood. He was a piece of shit. He's still pending. Um, the fuck's that dude's name? John Head, who's a complete piece of shit. He tried to add me, and I was like, "Go fuck yourself." Like, there's a couple of them. That is, it honestly feels good to just be like, "No, no, you not today, same bro." Yeah, exactly, <laughs> dude. Yeah, stay the fuck out of my face. You wake up tomorrow, like maybe I'll add him back, and no, and no, no, I'm not feeling generous. No, 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 no I'm sorry. Shit, even if I add him, I don't even know he'll remember me. Fuck it, and not even matter, but yeah, so I lost that job. Well, fuck Bert a little yeah, bit. Fuck you, Bert. And I hope you're listening to this. I really hope. I, I, you should add him just to send this to him and then unfriend him. I want to, actually, yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, fast forward to one hour and 17 minutes and 45 seconds. <laughs> yeah. He's looking at you, Toots. Yeah. <laughs> you, like, do a post on Facebook, tag Bert. Say one hour. Adam, tag him. Yeah. Yes, let's go. <laughs> let's fucking yes, go. That's the way to do it, right there, dude. Yeah, that's just like full blown revenge. That's like, like how many years later? How, how many years later is this? Uh, I mean, so this is like 2009. It's what 21. Oh, what, like 13 years later. Fuck. Oh. 12 years. Yeah. Somewhere Wait. Like so how old are you? I'm 31. 31. You don't look 31. Thank bro. you. I appreciate yeah. it. Not even a little bit. I would have never thought that you're 31. Yeah. I'd say 27. Take it. Yeah, 27 is a good number for you, I would say. Yeah. I still party like I'm 25, so it's okay. Bro, you still tar- party like you're 21, dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get you get out there a little bit. So. Uh, I live a fun life sometimes, mm. you know. But, I mean, well, you I actually do. and you, But you make good money. You take care of your fucking business. My bills are paid, everything like that. Yeah. And, and I plan on selling down pretty soon. Like, trust me, I don't want to be an old... Yeah. old dad but you know we can get that to that later but yeah you know that's just that but excuse me what was it i think we we're going into college got out of college yeah. i'm kind of trying to do some classes i lost that job yeah 
I got a job in September over the summer, now being a freshly graduate of high school. I got a job at Bed Bath Beyond, bro. What? So I left my first job industry, essentially, other than that refereeing thing. Did you meet Morty? Morty? The guy that sells the, the click. Uh, from the click remote? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me and him are tight. We're cool. We still drink beers on Tuesdays. Do you rewind shit to just, like, uh, sometimes you're, you're hungover, you just fast forward through it? Well, most of the time, it's like when he starts throwing up, I rewind it so I can watch him throw up again. Nice. And again. Yeah. It's great. He hates it. Yeah, fuck you, Call me a dick for that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I worked that for like a month and a half. It was the fucking worst. Retail, really? retail, retail In general. is the worst. Really? I was getting paid seven twenty five. I haven't an hour. done it, but I've thought about it sometimes, man. I've I've like thought about going to an hourly job every once in a while. Depends on what it is. There's if I could get a good hourly job, like if you pay me twenty dollars an hour, because I'm making like thirty dollars an hour right now. Right. Yeah, easily. I, I used to think fifteen would have been comparable for me to leave the industry, but now definitely twenty needs to be. Absolutely twenty. Especially bro. with Especially the shit money going money. on around here. Not even yeah. the money we made, but like the inflation and rent and all this kind of crap. Went like up for no fucking reason. We called them and they're like, oh, it's just the property tax goes up and all this stuff. And I was like, you're full of fucking shit, bro. My townhouse next door at the Heights, yeah. when I first got it, in nine, no, 18, was, <laughs> was 1645. I thought you were going to say like 1987. <laughs> Back in 1987. <laughs> no, 2019, that townhouse, two bedroom, two and a half bath, uh, 11, what, 47 square foot, garage and everything. Oops. Nope. Um, that was sixteen forty-five a month, excluding bills and stuff like that. Right now, I just looked at it the other day. It is twenty-three hundred. What? Wait, you said it was sixteen hundred. Sixteen forty-five a month in in two thousand eighteen. I have noticed that you do pay high in rent no matter where you've been. But I mean, that's two bedrooms. Like, I mean, if you're talking about like you and me right now, even at that time, with uh, with the person that I was with at that time. Uh, that person and I both were only spending roughly with electricity, internet, cable, all that about thousand dollars a person a month. Okay, which isn't terrible. Yeah. But I mean, well, I'm from Arkansas, bro. Like that sounds fucking ridiculous yeah. to me. No, I know. I, yeah. yeah, I get it. But it's it's reasonable. Yeah, maybe we're a little bougie. You know, maybe we want you are a little thing. bougie, but I mean, if you can afford it, fuck it. Hey, you see my spot though. You liked it, man. I fucking did like fucking, that spot. I still actually. love that spot. To this yeah, day. that garage with the us. The garage mm. in the little backyard that you little had, backyard, bro. and I'd have some like little soirees, was it barbecues turf? out there. There's turf. I, I bought that turf, and because the all so it was was bougie. All, well, <laughs> all it was was just dirt back there. So I purposely bought some turf to just give us some oomph. And the uh, person I was living with at the time got this fucking dumbass dog for some reason. The little, the little dog. Yeah, that. Uh, yeah. yeah, he was a cute dog, but uh, this motherfucker shit and pissed inside every day and threw up every single fucking day. Oh so was, god, he's got a little extra. Yeah. Um, but we got the turf out there to just make up, uh, make cleaning when he does decide to poop outside. He's okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 That kind of thing. But. Oh yeah, man, retail's the worst. Bed bath bed bath me almost terrible. I was getting fucking seven twenty five an hour. They're making uh, me do all this bullshit. So like and this that. was after you had already served. So and serving, yeah. So I mean I was still making some better cash than that. Yeah. And um we know like every place has a gimmick, you know. Industry you get like half off food. Yeah. Um you work at Sam's Club, you get like because I did actually work at Sam's Club, we call get back into that. But Bed Bath Beyond's gimmick was you get 20% off your whole entire purchase. Now, not bad, being an employee, it's a very expensive place. It is, and it's overpriced. And the other thing, too, is also when I found out being there, Bed Bath Beyond spams the fuck 
out of 20% off coupons on one single items. So you, you, you get these things in the middle of the time. It's like, come in and get 20% off this item. Get the 20% off this it's item. Hand Any, anything, anything, whatever. It's not, it's not a hand sanitizer. It's just one percent, 20% off whatever you want. But okay. one single item. Right. So being an employee there, what it did for me basically was just allow me to not save coupons. Right, okay. So yeah. I was like, great, I'm this 18-year-old kid. I don't give a shit about any of this. I'm yeah. still in my mom's house. Yeah, you know? don't need the money, right. really. Yeah. You can do can over? I got you, bro. <laughs> Oh, you get 20% off that. What, you right want now. some bath rugs for that fucking cardboard box you're living in, man? I got you. <laughs> all right? Holla at you, boy. Yeah, I got you, bro. Um, so, yeah, that was trash. And then one day of the year, I think in November, mm. they gave an all-staff, like, a 30-minute shopping extravaganza and gave us a 30% off discount. One day a fucking year. Right? So, my <laughs> so I was like, you know, man, let's, let's get the fuck out of here. Um, <laughs> yeah, so you guys go shop. I'm gonna go fucking smoke a J in the parking lot. Right. Like I think it was October or whatever. So I quit that and then I applied for a Sam's Club. Mm. To this right now, kind of I'll tell you guys, Costco, Sam's Club. I don't know what at this age, man, but that shit makes me weak in my knees. That is retail uh, therapy. That is golden. I love the shit of it. Yeah. But anyways, being an 18 year old Sam's Club employee was great. I worked in produce. I learned a lot about produce. Was making ten dollars an hour, and at that time, I thought I was a fucking boss. I bet you actually did soak up a lot of information about produce. Like, oh no, I started like learning a lot guy, more stuff. Yeah. I know how to pick out like a pineapple, like certain basic things that people don't understand about just produce, just in general. Huh. You ever pick up like a head of lettuce, and then like tomorrow goes bad? Yeah. And you just you're like, oh well, it was green yesterday. So you had to look at like you got to look at little intricate things about it, something yeah. like that. You'll pick things up. Hmm. Um, but yeah, Probably so show it worked in Sam's Club. It was cool. Sam's was also really cool because you got to wear whatever you want. Nice. Not offensive shit, obviously. Right. And then all you do is put on a blue little uh, vest. Yeah. And then you're just still doing it. I was working in produce, doing my own thing, my own business. And at that time, um, I think like two or three weeks into working at Sam's Club, I just, this the shenanigans began. I got tired of living at my parents' house and wanted to just, I stopped smoking weed for a little bit and not really drinking or anything like that. Got a little bit of clarity and you're like, what am I doing? So I, I wanted to get back into that shit. Yeah. So I remember one day, I, I think I'm on break at Sands Club and I go outside and I call my mom. I was like, look, I love you to death, but I've got my buddy Clinton Coltis. Great dude, still best friend now. Yeah. Um, have he, I met that dude? That sounds familiar. I don't think you have. Okay. He... Lives with his dad. It's kind of his dad's addicted to meth. I didn't really know this at the time, yeah. but we would just literally chill over there, get drunk, pass out on the couch, smoke a bunch of weed, whatever. It was a cool place, you know. Yeah. It was chill and it was environment. It was just a bunch of fuck ups. It was a, it was a cool spot, not like fuck up fuck ups, but it was just allowing us to be kids and yeah, too stupid shit to be your early twenties or your yeah. late teens or whatever the fuck you were at the time. You know, I remember calling my mom that day and I was just like, "Hey, I think when I come home today, I'm going to move out." And I'm going to go live with Clinton because I just want to be me and experience who I am. A little more independent. You know, yeah. and that kind of stuff like that. So I... Did your mom... Were your mom and dad together? And They're still, they're still together to this day. Yeah, okay. My mom was completely upset, heartbroken, torn, worried that she lost her baby, I'm assuming, and worried if I was going to be, like, addicted to heroin or something like that. Addicted to marijuana. <laughs> the marijuana. <laughs> Because we already know you were addicted. Yeah, to I, I mean, you were like bad off on it. I would literally roll a joint and then try sticking it in my vein <laughs> all the fucking time. Cut your vein, 
Yeah, it in and there. just insert it so yes. much. And I was like, Give, yeah, "Baby like, needs fix." You had it. You had a needle with a fucking with a J in it. And you just yeah. light the end of. And every time I burned it to melt it, it out. just caught fire. And then <laughs> somehow I got high. And I was like, "How am I supposed to smoke this shit?" Like, or, or, or you know, inject it, whatever. It's crazy, man. And I mean, sucked a lot so, of dicks. So not to weird. not to. I mean, we are in Texas, but I do have some. That if you do want some at a certain point, uh, you know. allegedly, yes, Thank allegedly, you. I do have some, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I did that, and I finished up working in Sandsco for a little bit, paycheck to paycheck, just being a dumb hood rat, and uh, crashed over this place and it was fun. Clinton, man, this guy, a great dude, but at the time he's agnostic. He, when he was about 13, 14, he met his dad's dealer. One day, while his dad was out, and his dad dealer was obviously spying with meth, and he got him to try meth for the first time. I think he was like oh, 13, 14. No. I don't remember how old yeah. he was. Um, he also he went to Lamar. For a new customer. Yeah, he went to Lamar as well. He was a year older than me, um, mm-hmm. but we didn't know each other until after high school. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, real quick, I'll tell you about him, man. Like crazy to this day is he told me, you know, his dad. Taylor came over one time, talked to him, said all these things, blah, 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 invited himself in, and then got him to try meth for the first time, and he smoked it, inhaled it, and exhaled, and apparently, what he told me is all this smoke came out, and his dealer was like, damn, bro, I'm gonna start calling you lungs, look at all that fucking smoke that came oh, out. Oh, shit. <laughs> and it's kind of one of those things where it's like, you know, first, well, as a dealer, like, the first one's always free, and yeah. you have a customer for life. Yeah. Well, he became addicted to meth, and at the age of oh, 16, he finally stopped doing it, and told me he relapsed and withdrawal for a week on his parents' couch, on his dad's couch. I did. Skipped yeah. school for a week at the age of fucking 16. Just withdrawing. Wow. Cutting that shit out cold turkey. Way to go, Clinton. That'd be, that's fucking, that's hard to do, man. I've known a couple of people that are not that strong. Man, I can only imagine about it. You know, his dad's a great dude, too. He yeah. is. Don't get me wrong, but. His dad just, is? Yeah, we, yeah. He, he still is a good dude. He, he, we all just make bad decisions sometimes. Absolutely, dude. Yeah. Shouldn't really reflect on you as a person. Okay, I'm going to stop this recording and we're going to keep going after this. So we're talking about Clinton, who sounds like a really fucking good dude. Who unfortunately got fucking caught up in some bullshit, bro. Okay, do you need to pee or anything like that? No, I'm good. You good? Enjoy you good? Sorry about okay. that, oh, no, you're good, buddy. Yeah, it definitely happens. I'm sure. Yeah. It's a byproduct of drinking during the fucking recordings and shit. Right. People do that. It's like owning a bar, you know. Let's go. Someone else builds a wall. Yeah. Okay, so we're back. We're just talking about uh, James's buddy uh, Clinton, who uh, dropped Matt. The, was, is he still clean off of it? Like, Sober, completely straight yeah. clean off of it. I mean, there's, there's more. I'll get into that later. Yeah. But but as far as it goes, and to my knowledge, since the age of 16, he's never touched meth. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's a fucking trip, dude. Like yeah. being like introduced to it at thirteen, whenever your mind is still like malleable and like yeah, it's still growing and absolutely, dude. Like learning. it's kind of fucked up of the guy to even fucking offer that. In the He's a fucking place. drug dealer. You don't give a shit. Also oh, true. Yeah, customer for life is what he was looking for. Yeah, right more or less. Yeah, send him young. You know, it's terrible. Fuck, man. I feel for the kid. Um... But he's, he's always been a great dude. He's been one of my best fucking friends since I met him, and he just opened up his home to me. Um, like I said, so I, I, one day at Sam's College, I just called my mom and said, I just don't want to be there anymore because I want to go on an experiment. I want to do some drugs. I want to drink a little bit. I want to party, basically, is what it is. I really, not even necessarily just do some drugs. Just smoke some weed. 
I just told my mom I just want to live live. I don't remember exactly what I told her, but right. I know I'd upset her a lot. Yeah. And clearly I get it. Yeah. Um, so I moved in with him, started sleeping on his couch. I think one day I slept in my car because I wasn't sure yet what I was going to do. Yeah. And then the next day I basically just allowed me to move in with him and I slept on the couch or something like that for a while. I can't even remember. We had some crazy stories. So you just went like full sin, called your mom, and you're like, I don't know exactly what I'm going to do. Yeah, yeah, so I just yeah. grabbed a bunch of clothes mm-hmm. and then just took the car and dipped. Yeah. After work that day. Stayed over at his house. 19? Uh, yes. Yeah. Nate. Well, it was the summer after high school, so 18, about to be 19. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I did that, stayed there, and then funny story, I found out something a little bit later. One morning, I had to open up Sands Club, do the produce thing, I think it was like 7, 8 o'clock in the morning. And I was working at the Sands Club off of East Chase over there, off of 30 in Fort yeah. Worth, and my mom was teaching off of Cook's Lane, which is the exit right off of that. After that, mm-hmm. uh, at an elementary school, can't remember the name. Blue Mar- it doesn't matter. Anyways, but she was cheating there, so mom had to be at school like 8.30, mm-hmm. or a little bit before 8.30 to, you know, whatever. And my mom hadn't seen me for like a week or so, and she calls me, and she's like, hey, I'm outside your job. Can you come outside and see me real quick? So I come outside wow. and see her, and we have this emotional breakdown together, essentially. She's crying, I'm crying. We hug each other a lot. I kiss her a couple times. Keep on hugging back and forth, blah, 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 a couple times. And then I go back in. And that was it. Never really thought much about it. Um, I think like a month later, I meet this girl that came in and then we started talking, flirting, whatever. And her mom actually worked there. Her dad did too, actually. Worked at Sam's? Sam's Club, yeah. yeah. So she already knew like the ends and stuff like that. So we started dating talking and just that girl was a fucking psycho trip. It seems like almost everybody did. <laughs> right. Psycho trip. Right. I'll tell you. Yeah. You got a weird little track record. Uh, I, they know, seem bro. innocent and fine. Let's start, bro. You know? Yeah. Oh, they all do? They all do. Just they me. All I mean, they're exes for a reason, right? <laughs> you can't tell me that. your exes aren't the same fucking crazy. Bro, my ex is probably worse. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. I I'll take some yet. shit. Okay. Just, yeah. dude, in another podcast, we can get us some Jerry Springer <laughs> shit. Dude, oh, actually, actually, I think your your just full-blown ex podcast would be just nuts. Dude. Oh, man. If you want to get like the past five and a half years of that one, something like that, oh, my God, it would be a trip. Yeah. We would sell novels. <laughs> you need to best seller. Yeah, shit. Yeah. Thank you for uh, my finances, by the way, my future goals. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I got you, bro. Anyways. I'll uh, write it. I'll write it. Right? You just tell me no, the story. I'll write it. Hell yeah, bro. Yeah. So, but this one in particular, I mean, she was crazy too. It didn't last. But we lasted together for a little bit. Anyways, but I was going to say, so I thought it was crazy. Is like when we first started, she liked me. She approached me. She sought after me. I was just this dumb stoner kid that just was smoking weed all the time. And I give a shit about girls. I don't give yeah. a shit about anything. Like, I just kind of kept to myself. And, you know, so she made the advances. Like, oh, cool, whatever. Hey, I might have a girlfriend. Oh, cool, she seems great. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit, she has a lot of baggage. But I don't know what fucking baggage is yet. Right, yeah. But so we started dating. We're hanging out, stuff like that. And then she told me one night, she was like, hey, so did you ever have, like, an old lady as a girlfriend or something like that? And I was like, well, what do you mean? What are you talking about? She was like, because this was in the front of the apartment. She's like, there was one day, apparently, the front desk watched me kiss and hug this old woman early in the morning in the front of Sam's Club. Talking about your mom. And I was just like, what are you, t- wait, oh, damn. I was like, no, that was my mom. <laughs> we had, like, an emotional heart-to-heart because, I mean, obviously, I didn't know that, but I was like, I 
was leaving the coop. My mom was concerned. How the fuck did she them. find out about that, though? She just heard it through the grapevine because, like I said, her mom and dad work up there. And yeah. it's just kind of any job, rumors start spreading. But I was like, damn. Making some weird rumors. I didn't realize that people up there thought that I had this fucking old cougar uh, girlfriend or something like that. What? It was actually what? my mother. Ask a question, please, Fuck. motherfuckers. Don't jump to conclusions. I was kissing like, her. There was no tongue involved. Come on, Jesus now. Jesus, have respect. She's a Catholic and yeah. married. That's his mother. That's my mother. God damn. <sighs> Peasants. Jesus, wow. for real though. No, but I know. When I found out, I was like astonished. I was like. Fuck. So I was like, so this is what's going on around work. I went back, like, I just kept to myself and did my yeah. work and did my job and talked to other people in the produce area. But I was like, man, these people going around me like, man, James is like this 18, 19 year old kid. This fucking like 55 year old, you know? Like, shit. I wouldn't oh. be here if I had a 55 year old sugar mama. I swear to God, dude. Yeah, I've been waiting for a sugar mama. Like, any, just fucking offer it up, bro. What the fuck are we talking about? Tell me about it. I think this new one I might that I have is going to be a sugar mama. We'll, we'll figure I think it out. So too, bro. Yeah. 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 Can't Shout wait. out to uh, I don't know if we can drop her name on that on that. Shout note. out to that one person. We'll yeah, yeah, that, yeah you know. okay. We'll talk about her later. If yeah. you don't know, then now you know. Yeah. But yes, yeah, so I, I, I almost dropped it. <laughs> I, I, that happened. I was like fucking crazy. Moving forward, I'm still chilling over at Clinton's. At that point, we're getting paid every two weeks. I feel like I'm a king, getting ten dollars an hour, working about thirty dollars, yeah, thirty yeah. hours a week, whatever. Ten dollars an hour, bro. Oh, <laughs> and I thought it was great. Obviously, uh, well, I, would, I mean. And, like, not to knock anybody that's making $10 an hour. If you're making your life work, that's fucking dope. Yeah, I, I was doing something. I can do I wonder sometimes because, like, there's a lot of people out there that are getting paid, like, $10, $15 an hour at the most. And, like, they're fucking living full lives, have kids, have all this stuff, dude. And I'm, like, over here making, like, 20 to $30 an hour. And my shit's, like, barely fucking breaking even. I'm like, what the fuck? How do you do it? You I know? know. It's kind of one of those things, like, I told myself, if I ever... Uh, became successful and stuff, I would write a hip-hop album, and I would title it Rich <laughs> But Still Struggling. Rich But Struggling, yeah. So, but, yeah. And, I mean, it was it's fine, it was great, but at that time, you know, getting, getting paid two weeks, bi-weekly, whatever, yeah. um, you know, five, six days in the first week after the check, you're balling like a motherfucker. Uh-huh. Um, 18, 19, and 19, probably more, so that's why I'm broke. Mm-hmm. Well, you and then like the next six, week, $700 checks. Yeah, like 600 bucks ish for two weeks, uh, maybe a little less with the taxes. Yeah. And then by the second week, I'm taking Clinton's sister, who was now a so- senior at this time, to school, picking her up sometimes, and I would, you know, ask her for some money. Right. Or go pick up some drugs for somebody and sell them, get in that cell, and we would pick up some weed and then, you know, be like, hey, I need $5 for gas yeah, or something like that. And, and then also be like, hey, well, you know, since I got some weed, you know, you're gonna... Throw a little scratch my way. Yeah, throw a little something to crack it. Boo boo ways over there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, come on. Uh-huh. Yeah, smoke a little session, stuff like that. Just doing stupid things. And yeah, smoking weed for free. It was fun for a while, yeah. and it was definitely cool. And uh, I was dating that Holly chick, and when I started dating her, she convinced me to like not be such a DJ anymore and move out of Clinton's house and go back to my parents. Uh-huh. And I did. And then we. Did you kinda, say that was a good man? I think it was. For the most part, until I realized how fucking batshit crazy Holly was. Oh no. That's okay. her name. I'm sorry, main job, but I don't really care. Holly Ferris, you fucking psycho bitch. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. I was about to say we haven't dropped the last name, but then we did it. Yeah. <laughs> we can edit that out if it needed to be. Ah, fuck her. There aren't that many people that watch this podcast, so yeah. like, no, I bet money Holly Ferris is Right. Let's see her on Facebook, I guess. This is so years ago, too. Yeah, okay. This is years and years ago. 
Um, she might be an upstanding citizen now. I hope so. Yeah, I would you know? hope so. Yeah, I always I thought you were a decent person. Yeah. You just, you know, don't be sorry. I just hope do the same for my ex. She's fucking crazy, dude. Yeah. I hope that she's got her life together. You know what I mean? Yeah, just right. stop doing Adderall so much and probably you'll be okay. I, I have one of those exes. I know you. <laughs> yeah, relatively recent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I actually had some before we started this podcast, so I'm, I'm doing okay over here. Lovely. So yeah, Holly just she got me out, got back home, which was a good step because it could have been a bad slope. I was doing some illicit things that I'm <clears throat> not gonna describe. Doesn't really matter. Hey, it's nothing crazy. It's just being you young. You did have a sugar mama. <laughs> <laughs> no, just being young and dumb. Was doing the same grandma? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Stiffler's mom. Stiffler's grandma. Stiffler's grandma out here paying your bills. Hell yeah, yeah. dude! And all I had to do was. was Sleep with this nasty old hag <laughs> in front of Sam's Club. In front of Sam's Club. It's his mom, people. Fuck. Come on, on dude. Like, yeah, I can't. I know. When I found that out too, I was just like, oh my god. It's like, like it what makes is you wrong, so mad, but it's like you also don't want to be like, I don't even want to give this the time of day to like even. I, I wanted to go, go around whole Sam's Club and be like, hey, did you see me make out with an old lady one time? We didn't make out. We kissed. I hugged her. It's my mom. It's my fucking it's mom. mom. I'm not okay. Tom Brady's son, okay? <laughs> it's not weird. It's my mom. Yes, okay. And you are a Patriots fan, right? No. No. Cowboys. Oh, okay. Who yeah. am I thinking of that's a fucking Patriots fan? Maybe Joel? Fucking it is, Joel, dude, yeah. Oh, it was white people alike. I get it. Dude, I know it. God damn it, dude, yeah. Okay, so you're with me. Yeah. Yeah. With the boys. Oh, with the boys. Boys. Go boys. They're trying to be fucking crazy, though, bro. Tell me, man. I, I, I had strong intention that we were going to be the 49ers. I did. I was, I was at that tailgate too. I, I tailgate out there that day. It was fucking great. I, I know you told me about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah there's this guy um, invited me to this one tailgate, and I've known him for a long time, and he dabbles in finessing things and stuff like that. But uh, it, oh. shit got passed around, man. It was definitely an interesting tailgate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Party right. favors. Okay, were, I know it's party right. favors okay. were served, man. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it was not. So nobody got drunk. <laughs> no, but my one thing is I paid thirty dollars to drink and have one plate of food, and I wasted thirty dollars because I didn't eat any food because I just didn't get hungry anymore. <laughs> right, but you probably got your fill. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. Kept coming and going. Thirty dollars well spent, I would imagine. Oh, it was great, man. I had a blast. Uh, me, a bunch of coworkers, new girlfriend. Yeah. Some of the girls from Grapevine. We all went. We had a fucking blast. Some of the girls from Grapevine. Yeah. Any of the cool ones? Yeah, like Susie Mori. Oh, um, shit. Casey, they're all yeah, there. Okay. We had a great fucking time. Nice, dude. Yeah. Um, I honestly, I feel bad about my time at Grapevine because I did dip out on them like super quick, and I feel like they were really like kind of feeling me over there, and like they kept trying to throw me behind the bar, and I was like, dude, yeah. I really don't like your bar. I fucking I don't. Oh, like it, the bar, it sucked at that time, man. Because um, there was like they weren't making money. We weren't making money behind there, not as much as we should, because it was just overstaffed and having those yeah. three bartenders sometimes and. Anyway, but yeah, I mean, the, the volume was kind of there. But then you have, I had these serving shifts where like one day I, I have like six fifty in sales and I'm walking out with $180 in tips. Yeah. And then the next day I'm walking out with nine eighty in sales and I'm walking out with two sixty. And I was looking at my tip percentage and it was anywhere from 35 to 45%. And nice. I'm like, this is phenomenal. Fantastic. And I mean, I'm literally, like, even like the 650 night, I didn't do shit for work, really. I think I had yeah. like five or six right. tables. And that's the thing about and it. I'm still walking like, out with over a bill 50. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you can't. And I'm, but I'm like, yeah. I when it's, it's the time when I did my checkout and I'm walking out with this money. I'm like, 
I don't deserve this. I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. Bro, I feel bad all the time whenever I bartend. I'm like, dude, I didn't do anything today. And I'm still walking with two because fucking like Mr. Bill or something. The old rags, man. I'm like, John. You know what I mean? John gave me 20. Fucking like somebody gave me 40 for no fucking reason, bro. I had these two guys come in the other day, dude. And like never seen them before. Just two, like, really cool guys, just a couple of Texas Tech tech fans on the fucking day that they came in, and, like, uh, they spent maybe $50, and they dropped me a 20, right? They left me a $20 bill on the check, and then I picked it up, and there was a $20 tip on the on the thing, and I was like, fuck it, that's $40 right there, dude. Like, I fucking, I talked to you twice, bro. Yeah. Like, I guess I just made your fucking and, day. And it, it's like that sometimes. I know, I, I had, yeah. the other day, we're like, uh... Friday night or whatever, we got rid of one of the bartenders on Main. She wanted to go home early because she wasn't feeling good. And then the two bartenders that we had was me and this other girl on patio. So she goes and relieves the girl on Main about nine-ish. And you close down the... And she closed down and I closed down patio by myself. And just in particular, like, we split, like, $88. And then I walked with two fifty that night. Yeah. Um, after tip out, too. But, like, I just remember, in general, she goes to the bar, and then, bam, I have, like, maybe 10 bar guests, and they all just decide to close out right now. Yeah. Right after she leaves. So I was like, sweet. So I mean, like, I'm just 60 bucks right there. Everybody closed out. But now I have an empty-ass bar. Yeah. With two homies that, like, are some friends of the industry. Yeah. That just won't leave. Yeah. And then I, like, you know, our Johnny, our man, our GM comes up there, and he was just like, damn, James, why do you scare everybody off? I was like, I don't know. That's the same thing. I was like, people are just scared of of me. You remember that day where I had a completely empty bar? And you were just getting fucking. Yeah, where I asked you if you want to switch bars, whatever, and I came next to you after getting my ass kicked. And I, I like, came sure you and like, brought you glasses and shit. Yeah. I remember that day. Thanks, yeah. yeah. I appreciate it, man. I got you, bro. Yeah. So I was like, I'm sitting here doing nothing. I'm fully stocked. Everything's clean. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just going to go fucking help him. I can see your well just fucking mm-hmm. going off, dude. Yeah. Well, that well on patio was relentless, but. Bro, that fucking patio well is relentless. Mm-hmm. It's nasty. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, power dynamic by the like whenever they fucking redid that restaurant that power dynamic got switched hard well because Maine was always the well and it's fine too because usually we would always close with two people and that's yeah. okay but when you cut down to one and then obviously we need to make some money because we can't make the same money on Maine because we also are lacking in seats yeah and you're splitting um, you know less seats less turnover above all yeah. and that but now I have a lot of friends in Arkansas. Like I used to work at a bar that was like twenty seats, right? And we'd make like two fifty a night if you cut the person at like fucking eight o'clock. But like this is like a thirty, forty seat bar right here. Mm-hmm. And like there's a lot of people that I used to work with that absolutely could not handle a thirty seat, thirty to forty seat bar, dude. Right. Like there's no fucking way. Dude. Some people just can't do it. I agree to on Valentine's Day just in general, you know, I, I got rid of my other bartender. Um we split fifty five dollars a piece at nine thirty. After that, I got my asshole rammed. Yeah, and walked out with four sixty. Ooh, okay. I made four hundred and ten dollars yeah. in two and a half hours. I think my best night at Boomers is like four fifty right now. I had these some of the homies. Are, this morning actually was four fifty. There's some cringy looking uh, Hispanic guys with the homies, man. Tattoo artist, really class, dude. I love tattoo artists. Bro. They tip so fucking. Yeah, good, he, he comes up there. They rock and tap. We always talk shit to each other. <laughs> All the time. I mean, I made like 160 off of him. Yeah. You're my boy, Blue. I love you, dude. <laughs> um, but I was like, so I think just that night in general, um, you know, she goes to the other bars and my other bar, my other bar goes to the other bar. My other bar, excuse me, goes to the other bar. Um, I completely empty except for two people. All of a sudden, I get loaded up with all the best rigs. And there's this one guy that tips stupidly fat. Yeah. He shows up with his girlfriend and he sits at main bar. 
Who are you talking about? And he's sitting, his name's John, and he's sitting at like... Wait, old John? No, 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 no. Okay. He drinks like a double TX and... and yeah. And okay. Mike Michelob. Yeah. I've known him for a while. Through that some... dude's fucking cool, bro, but he, he always is... hits me right whenever I'm about to leave. He is cool. So and he comes in, he'll grab a Michelob and a, T, a double TX, and he'll have this girl with him. And they'll both get a drink, and then they'll, like, I'm like, okay, I'm sorry, dude, I got a fucking tabby out. Like, you just got here, like, 15 minutes ago, and they'll still leave me, like, $10. Right. Yeah. I've known him for a minute through some, uh... Seems like a really fucking some, cool dude, man. From some bad shenanigans that we were doing a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. With Sony being talked about. We all have. Have you worked at Boomers for how long now? About nine, ten years. Uh, two, well, fucking no, what? about nine years since 2013 of September. Whoa. Okay. I got hired I on, like, a month after shared it. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, but so yeah, the night general John sits at the main bar, and he's sitting on the side where his back's facing patio. I know this doesn't make sense to any of you guys probably, but basically right. as far as it goes is this guy sits down at this opposite bar, and he's sitting where he can face my bar accordingly, so he can look at me if he if he just happens to glance that direction. Yeah. So I look and I watch him sit down. He looks at me. I glances. He waves, I wave, I say what's up, because I always do it, no matter what. So he's go, sitting at patio. He's, and he's sitting at main bar, and I'm on patio. Okay, right. And that's said to me, he waves. I always wave to everybody. I always, Absolutely. you know, yeah. take care of everybody. I do. That's what I do. Not in the morning, whenever you go sit at Shana's bar, and I'm like, dude, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? With all respect, I love you, Shana, but fuck you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Like, um, okay, yeah, I, she's she's a hot she's girl. I get it. Yeah, I Jerry get it. fucking loves you. Everybody fucking loves Everybody you. Everybody fucking loves you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to be there. You got your whole thing going. On. I if I look, had titties, bro, you'd be fucked. Trust me, I love if you. I had titties, yeah, if I, I had titties, would, I would play in my bra and panties and be a Twitch oh, streamer or something like that. Fuck yeah, dude. Oh, all day, bro. But I have an OnlyFans where I only showed my feet. So I had an OnlyFans <laughs> once, and uh, I only had one fan. It was my mom because she always supports me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, I'm totally kidding. That never happened. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so the guy sits down, he looks at me, I wave at him. I, I, he waves at me, I wave back at him, whatever. And then I turn around, I start doing some things. Next thing you know it, he gets up from main bar and sits on my bar. And I was like, fuck yes. Yes. And then I go up to the bar and I talk to the bartender that I cut that went to that bar. Yeah. And I was like, what's up, girl? I was like, you see me over there? She's like, I hate you. I should have stayed over there. You got all the fucking high tip and regulars. I was like, hey, yeah. this is what it is. That dude racked up a $54 tab and left me a $60 tip. I was like, sweet. That's Thank you, by the way. God bless you, my friend. John, if you got it, bro, like, I've always wondered because I tip, I tip great. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if I, so my whole thing is, like, if I go under 20, I'm tipping a 5. If I go over, like, 30, you're getting a 10. If I go over 50, you're probably getting a 20. You know what I mean? But there's some people that just come in and just drop 20s all day, dude. I think, like, I think most of them are previous service industry. Yeah. So you just get it, and they probably have it like that. And one actually funny thing before I got here, I was talking about in the car. I was like, I love this podcast. I love doing this. It sounds great, and then have fun so far. Yeah. Excuse me, but like, what about if we start like a set an SI sh- just shit talking? Dude, actually, podcast? that's funny because I was talking to Jeff like before I ever started the podcast, and he was talking about the uh, the SI horror stories. Is like basically you tell like your worst shit. Like, what is your worst like? experience with a guest like or like just your worst night at work like what like what's the worst time you've ever had at work yeah and that's kind of what the podcast was going to be and right. yeah, we were talking about it but i was like yeah you know it's it sounds like something i could do you know but it sounds like kind of like a one-off i don't, I don't even think that, that i think it'd be just kind of cool if we just sat down got drunk had a couple beers and just talk about dude i had this chick 
that wanted like Literally, a vegan I could, sandwich. We and could I was like a couple hours on our last week at work. Right. You know. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like we get to the work week work the work week and be like, man, <laughs> I had a shit come in and she wanted a vegan chicken sandwich. I was like, girl, you probably couldn't spell vegan. <laughs> I swear to God. And yeah. she was like, I'm you like less a silly listed whatever. And I yeah. was like, okay, all right, sweetheart, bye bye. Yeah. You know, just so you like want that. me to do like so? We'll give you like a whole thing of breading, yeah. and we'll slap it together and put it in the fryer. Right. And we'll call it chicken. Yeah. She <laughs> comes in. She's like, "I want a chicken sandwich, but instead of a chicken patty, I want a burger." And I cheddar that. So I was like, "So you want a cheddar burger?" No, I want a chicken sandwich with a burger patty, not chicken, and cheddar cheese on it. I was like, "Okay, all right." Damn. You know, that's the exact same thing, right? Uh, but you, there's some people you just can't explain that can't. to. You, so like, there's sometimes you just got to go to the computer and fucking do it anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like. Don't even fucking take their. Bro, I will say this. Yeah. We'll take a turn for the worst real quick, but I'll never tell this. But a month or so ago, whatever, I have this lady that I've seen her once or twice, but I never served her. Yeah. So I don't. I, I recognize her, but I don't know her drink or her or something like that. Like most of the time, if I see you, like one thing I like to do too as being a bartender is like if I see your car, obviously it's very recognizable with that. Yeah. You know, the book of Austin. Right. Right. On right, it. Yeah. So I'm like, shit. All right, cool. I got a shine in the fucking jamma right there. Yeah. All right. And then I, you walk in, I'm like, hey, bro, your seats right there. Yeah. Cool, whatever. Um, but yeah, so I don't know her like that. Anyways, I have this one. I'm I'm in the patio well, and I'm making a rumble shot for one bar guest, uh, Joe, the one that told me. Oh. The <laughs> uh, and he's like, "Hey, can I get a rumble?" And I need to go. I need to leave. And then so I'm pouring him a rumble real quick, and then I'm making like one drink to get in the well. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe is on my left, sitting down a couple little bit. The well is uh, facing right in front of me, and on the right, exactly next to me on the well, this lady sits down. And I look and I acknowledge her, and she's on her phone talking, yakking away. So yeah. I was like, "Cool." So I look at her, acknowledge her real quick. I got a second. You're on the phone. And then I finish pouring that rumble, finish that well ticket, and I go over to Joe. And my back's turned against her, obviously, because I'm facing the opposite side of the bar now. Drop off the, uh, the rumble, and he's like, "Let me get my ticket, please." And I was like, "Cool." And as I now turn to leave, the woman on the phone goes, "Excuse me." And I turn around and I go like, "Yes, ma'am." She's like, "I've been waiting." I was like, "Yeah, I know." And I was like, I see you, and I acknowledge you, but you're on your phone. That's common courtesy to be polite you, and talk to me and let you talk, let it, let you finish your business, and I'll talk to you when you're yeah. off your phone. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Well, you could have just came up to me at least and just said what I wanted then. And I go, Ma'am, look, we're not doing this today, and I'm not going to have this attitude with you. Yeah. I said, There's another bar, and you can go to that. Yeah. And as far as it goes, our service is done here. Yeah. Said so P's and Q's polite as, as fuck is that? Yeah. As far as it goes, and it's rude. Yeah. This girl was so... human being real. Yeah, yeah. See, this girl was, I guess, like... Someone shitted in her cereal bowl that morning. I don't yeah, know what. Just mad. So I didn't realize this because I was off, like, the next few days. And then I worked Saturday morning. And as I'm opening Saturday morning, she walks... Um, it's 10 o'clock. I get there. She walks in, like, 11.30. And waits, like, a whole ass 50 minutes to sit there and talk to our GM. And I see A.A. Ron. And I talk to him. And I'm like... She's, she's back. Gonna talk some I was shit like, "What's there. up, man?" Because Aaron was there that day too. I was like, "Dude, she's been back here two days in a row looking for Johnny to talk to him about you." Oh my! I was God. like, "Who the fuck hurt you that bad?" Yeah. She sits down and talks to Johnny and says that I was being rude and said this and that. And she's like, "I work for HR for GM, and I would never talk to a guest like that." And I said, "You work for HR for GM, and if I was an employee and came and sat down at your desk on my fucking phone, you would, you would tell me to get off the phone." Yeah. Right, though. Hey, there you go. Nice. So I was like, don't sit here and throw out your job title because you literally are just slapping yourself in the face. Yeah. Like, it's, you're HR and you're fucking surprised right now? Yeah. Yeah. It's probably because I cut her off guard and something. Like, and you started acting rude and being rude. And I well, did. it's because you came at her from an educated place. Like, you actually had exactly. a conversation with her and she was not expecting a bartender it's, to be able to fucking slap back at her. Right. You know? I, I mean, basically, as far as it goes, I told Johnny, too, the same thing. I was like, look, 
she's already being rude, she's already being mean to me. So I was like, we're obviously not going to have a good yeah. experience with each other today. So there's another bar you can go there and we'll start over new with yeah, somebody else. Yeah, just go start over. Whatever. You don't, hey. We don't need this problem. Nobody needs this problem. Just exactly. go over there. But it's just people, entitlement, audacity. Well, that's like, uh, so I think probably my worst time over at Famers was uh, I had a guy come over and he sat at like, you know where like one thirty, like 3 is, right? On that yeah. weird little corner, right? And like the bar was fucking full and it's just the two of us. And uh, he comes over there, I'm working the fucking well, like working my dick off. He sits Literally. there, I'm like, hey. I'm literally like in the middle of fucking dicks flying everywhere. I'm in the middle of making like three, four drinks, and I look at him and I'm like, hey, you're the in a second. And uh, I turn around and make like two, three drinks. I turn around and he's like, hey, man, I've been sitting here for fucking like 20, 30 minutes and all this stuff. But you acknowledged him already. I had already acknowledged him. And there was somebody sitting next to him that had just sat down too. And like right whenever he did. So I was like, okay, fine. And I looked to them. I was like, I'm not going to deal with whatever the fuck you're talking about. And I looked at them. And I was like, hey, what's your just <laughs> And he was like, hey, you're a bitch for that. And oh. I was, like, I was like, oh, okay. Well, you're cut off immediately. Like, right. I'm just not even going to serve you. Uh-huh. And then he fucking flags down. I think it was Jeff at the time. And he flags him down. And he's like, hey, this dude was talking shit to me and all this stuff. And I was like, dude, I'm not fucking dealing with this. So he lets him go and sit at the other bar and get a drink. Cool. I was like, dude, we should just fucking kick this dude out, though. Like, if you're going to come up to the bar and get mad, call the bartender a bitch. And then, like, you shouldn't even be in the fucking building at this point, dude. Like, I get it. I do get it. Like, hey, I mean, I'm going to move on kind of to the other bar, at least since I think it's That's the same thing I tried doing with this yeah. lady. Which, you're better than and me. And nothing was exchanged as far as words. I just, yourself. I yeah. killed her with kindness, essentially, yeah. as far as it goes, the best thing. I was like, hey, it's common courtesy. But he's <laughs> kill, him with, kill him with kindness, essentially, and also just said, "Hey, it's common courtesy. I was gonna let you talk and get off the phone because honestly, yeah. nine times out of ten, too, when you when you being a bartender, you greet your guests on your phone like, hey, how you doing today? What can I get for you?' Is what they'll do. They just point that Dude, finger in your face, not necessarily in your face, but they yeah. point that finger and be like, "Hey, give me a second. Yeah, you know, nine times out of ten. Yeah, or they will. Now hey, it gets can, can I get a lemon job real quick and one of you call it? Yeah, dude. So, okay, cool, that's fine. So honestly, can I get a crown and down? So <laughs> I had other things to do that I needed to have be taken care of that yeah. was a little bit more priority, essentially, as far as taking care of my other bar guests and mm-hmm. other patrons that are tipping me. So that's why I did it like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now that I think about it, the guy, uh, so I had actually, like, so I took his drink order and I took the drink order next to him at the same time. And uh, I made his drink, I set it down, and he that was whenever he called me a bitch. And so I fucking took his drink, dumped it in the fucking sink right there, and I was like, get the fuck away from my bar, basically. As you should, King. Yes. And so uh, that was whenever he went and did his whole thing, dude, or whatever, and, like, that's that's how the thing went. But I had already made him a drink. Like, he had waited, like, maybe three, four minutes, and he was like, oh, I've been waiting here for fucking ever. Yeah, he made it, like, I've been here for three hours. And I was like, it's whatever, bro, and I was like, dude, I'll make you your fucking drink. What do you want? And I fucking made it for him, came back, and he was, like, still talking shit. And I was like, all right, fine. And fucking, I uh, went to set his drink down, and he was like, hey, man, you're a bitch for talking shit. <laughs> and I was like, all right, bet. You're fucking cut <laughs> off go. right now, bro. Yeah, fuck you, bro. Like, that's the best part about being a bartender rather than, like, a server or anything like that is, like, you can do that shit. Like, you come up to my bar, like, you got to expect, like, you have to play to my rules a little bit, bro. Like, when you're at a table, it's a little bit different. A little different. I mean, you still obviously don't want to be mistreated, but at that point, you go see a manager. As a bartender, exactly like you said, I've had instances too where yeah. someone talks shit, and I'm like, have a bartender. Hey. I never have a manager brought to my bar. Right. Yeah, I, because I'm the manager of my bar. You are, and then, obviously, we should still seek management in certain circumstances. Mm. Excuse me, but that shit escalates too. Depending on the scenario, but I mean, I've had instances too where someone's like, blah, 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 this and that, and I was like, cool, you don't have a drink anymore. Yes. We are done here. Yeah. 
Like, you can't talk to me like that. Bro. Yeah, pay your tab, whatever. You just can't do that. Go to the manager and I'll talk your shit. Manager's gonna listen for a second. I don't care who you are. I don't care what, what kind of money you make or whatever the fuck you do. Uh, like, I've had people come in and be like, like, I'm Brent's daughter. Now, if you guys don't know this anything, Brent is our owner. He is yes. a white male with a white female wife. Doesn't take This was a shit. very uh, Hispanic female. Yeah. And she comes to my bar trying to tell me that she is Brent's daughter because I want to serve her because she has expired ID. So I just was like, cool, I don't want to hear you. I can't legally. Just serve I can't legally obviously on top of that. She's like, well, I'm going to tell my dad. I was like, beer, cool. I was like, tell your white father, who's not your father, <laughs> that I just you off. fucking real. Yeah. I hope Brent watches this at some point. One day. Yeah. One day I'll get so big. Like, I'm talking, like, probably, like, five years. You're going to own Boomer Jacks. Yeah. Oh, dude, for sure, dude. Yeah. Sure, we'll call it Ocean Jacks. I like that. Ocean Jacks. Yeah. yeah. I'll take over the company. Yeah, dude. Okay. All right, I do have to stop this recording. I have to pee. Yeah. I don't know if you have to pee. No, I'd call it. Yeah. <laughs> so, the oven is preheating. We do have pizza coming. I don't know if you want to stick around for the pizza, but we're about to probably wrap this one up before it too terribly long. Because we've had my boy over here on for at least two hours, right? Yeah, I've been about two hours. Yeah, had some good stuff come up. Good, good, man. I mean, I think we've been leaving some pints. Yeah. Some Keystone. I think we've definitely warranted a second podcast at some point, though. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's still a lot more. We barely even crossed the, my 19-year-old scenario. Yeah, I'm honestly, I'm trying to get into, like, the... Because I know you've been in the service industry for so long, and, like, that just warrants so many stories, dude. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think we could do some, like... A good buddy of mine, and I'll shout out to him. His name's Rabbit Dave. Cool ass dude. Yeah. During quarantine, um, I was playing a shit ton of Fortnite, and I got uh, root, uh, grouped into this group called Dads of Fortnite. Nice. Because due to the time I off and on had an ex with a child that I may or may have not raised. Right. 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 Yeah. A lot more. Yeah. Not <laughs> sure. Uh, so yeah. Anyways, quarantine and we didn't do shit. You know, this is definitely a chapter for another one that was really great. Yeah. But uh, I, we would just get drunk and hammered, and I'd play with these older dudes, maybe like forties, with kids probably in high school, and uh, I was just drinking white claws, and we were talking shit. We're like, "Ain't no yeah. law when you drink the claw." Yeah, yeah. Right, Rabbit yeah. David just loved that shit, ate that shit up. <laughs> and they all started turning into Twitch streamers now. Oh, really? But that's how it all started from quarantine. And Rabbit Dave also does this beer podcast. He does it every Wednesday. We talk to another buddy. Similar Shout out like to this. Rabbit Dave. What's the podcast called? Uh, beer. I can't think of it. Mean, I'll, I'll find it here in Definitely a second. Definitely pull that up, yeah, because I'd like to get No, it. he's yeah. a great fucking dude. I think he was yeah. out in Carrollton. I met him through. Tell uh, him to fucking hit me up and we'll get him on the podcast. For sure. I met him through uh, uh, Fortnite, like I said. Awesome fucking dude. Yeah. He was I'll Rabbit Dave. name right there under your name whenever I was drunk one night. For sure. He was Rabbit Dave. Sometimes they fly the helicopter in our evac missions, so I call him Chopper Dave. Nice. Okay, <laughs> bet. Yeah, yeah, But yeah, he does a podcast too like that where they just get drunk and talk about beer. Each beer is different. Nice. And they have like a, a thing on the wall that is like a cash out account or something like that. It's like today's beer fund. So if you want to donate for some beer for our next that's fucking thing. sick dude i need to start taking notes on that bro so but i mean i think that we i think that could be something where we can do like i mean i know we're getting on topic what is the fucking topic honestly there wasn't one, um yeah. <laughs> i think we do like an si post and essentially let's say you and me or whatever we can similar that same thing too yeah or brand out new like yeah so our bar got you know Soco today for the first time, or nice. Jack Honey, and today's episode is brought to you by. Obviously, we can't sponsor this, but we're drinking. Yeah, we are drinking. Take a couple shots, and we just talk about the week of just shit that we went through. 
That's right, fucking the, the highs, yeah. the lows. That's what I was saying the, earlier. It's like, dude, you could literally, like, just off of our week at work, we could fucking make, like, a whole two-hour podcast. I mean, just in general, too, I'll tell you the story. I had these, we were talking about the tech fans. I had these two tech guys and this one girl. Mm-hmm. They come in for the college baseball, and this girl asked me a question real quick. She's like, hey, I want I want to know. And I was like, what? And she was like, she does this. And if you guys can see, it's probably about my hand showing about the size of two inches. Yeah, she's asking your dick and, size. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I cry every time, too, afterwards. But I totally <laughs> first. And it doesn't always happen, usually. Mm. Um, but she asked me, she's like, is this considered micro? And I was like, this is weird, but I was like, not necessarily. I think micro could be even smaller. I think micro is like an inch and shorter. But I was like, what about it? And she was like, well, this guy that... I was dating or whatever. I have been dating. Absolutely. Currently dating. Currently tried dating. Him, I tried giving him a handjob or whatever, and that's how long his erect penis was. Oh. And she said that his width wasn't even girthy either. It was probably like a size of like a nickel. Oh, and she's like, what do you think I should do? And I was like, well, I asked her. I was like, so... Put it in your mouth. First off, <laughs> that small shit. Yeah, put it in your mouth. <laughs> so I was like, best handjob. Ever pointers I can give you is put it in your mouth because <laughs> <laughs> if your hands ain't doing it, the mouth is doing it. Yep. So she asked me like, "What should I do?" And I asked, her, I was like, "So has this guy penetrated you yet?" Because I'm just curious, like, can't imagine how would this feel? You know, you know that kind of thing we always say too. It's not, it's not the size, it's the motion of the ocean, or like if you yeah. know what you're doing, kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. And so she was like, "No, he hasn't penetrated yet," and I was like, "Okay, well, girl, I'll tell you this right now." Obviously, you're not interested. Just you move on to the next off, one. Bro. I would. Yeah, I'm a hard move. And these are the interesting stories you hear at the bar. Oh, Come absolutely, on. dude. Yeah. She also told me he was bald, and I was like, well, that's where you went wrong. Sorry for the bald guy. Wait, he's bald and yeah. he's got a baby? Tiny baby. Oh, hands. no. I, I kind of asked her, I was like, you ever see The Hangover Part 2? Where they find uh, that Asian dude, whatever his name is, but they see this thing. Whatever, he's dead underneath. Yeah, they see it's like, what is that, a tiny mushroom? And it's literally just a legit micro penis. That's legit his penis. penis. And he's a white guy. Mm -hmm. So, fellas out there, just... No, it's Mr. Chow. Mr. Chow, yeah. Whatever the fuck he is. He's not a white guy. You fuck on me? No, I'm just saying this guy that she was talking to was a white guy. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, yeah. Interesting. Penis comes in all shapes and sizes. Yeah. Even if you're white, I guess. I don't know. I thought white guys had it going on. I did too. Uh, well, I mean, I gotta go on, so I don't know. I'm a grower, not a shower. I'm yeah. gonna throw that out there. Okay? Right. As far yeah, as it yeah, goes. Yeah. Well, yeah. you apparently have some good stuff because you be just attracting the craziest bitches out here, man. Hey, man, crazy bitches. Have keeping them sex. around, bro. Right. Hey, keeping them around. Keeping around, man. They're staying yeah. around me. <laughs> Honestly. Can't even get rid of them, really. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm beating them off with sticks, apparently. Something like that. Beating but I do want to give one more shout out to my ex. Uh, the day I broke up with her, she told me that I'm the hottest girlfriend that I'm ever going to have. And I'm never going to date anybody hotter. You know you immediately got, like, a way hotter girlfriend. Exactly. And it didn't even take, like, two days. And I don't even hate, like, I don't hate your ex. I'm not going to name drop her right now. I'm not either. We're I not still like that. her and everything, but, like, the fact that she said that. That's just terrible. Yeah. It is terrible. You know well, what? How you going to put that evil on somebody? Well, here's the, hey, at the end of the day, man... I definitely upgraded for sure. Not that that matters, but I yeah. upgraded amazingly, tenfold. Yeah. She's smart, beautiful, funny, everything my ex wasn't, and she's way hotter. Yeah. And my ex went and dated a midget toe. 
And those are actually words out of her mouth. He was guys. also in the middle of uh, some legal action. Yeah, he's coming on a, a very rapey scandal right now. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and I'm not going to hush about it because it's true. It. Yeah, you'd probably find it somewhere on, I would imagine, Facebook or some other... I would name drop it, I don't feel like it, but you could probably figure it out if you know yeah. what's up. Yeah. And it is if true. If you're watching this podcast, you probably know what's going on. And it's true, guys. I'm telling you, it's not made up. Those allegations are Just very based on wrong. that fucking conversation we had yesterday. With well, the guy said yesterday that there's actually six legit court cases on him. Yeah, dude. Six. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, not just that, one, two. He's a fucking witness to it, bro. Yeah. Like, he's not hiding it in the slightest. No. That's crazy to me. Maybe you're going to be a fucking weirdo. You're gonna be fucking creepy and like do some weird shit, bro. Like at least like try and fucking like not do it in public at the least, maybe. And like maybe I I honestly don't know because I'm not that. Creepy. I'm not that person. I'm not. You know, so I don't know how to be. Shit, I don't. I don't even think like if I wanted to be outlandish once, let's say bro, I I'll would do bro, it once, but I'm not gonna continue. Sisters, they would fucking bury me. They would fucking destroy oh. me, bro. They would. They would fucking slice me into pieces if I ever did anything like that, bro. I'd be so fucked. <laughs> I'd be I'm, so fucked. I'm literally such a genuine person as if far I as it goes. That one thing that he was talking about where he slid the hand up the yeah. leg and shit, bro, I would get fucking, like, like fucking disemboweled and fucking put on a fucking nudist. Oh, I'm such a genuine person as far as it goes, too. Or, like, yesterday before I met you at Monk, I was at Social and uh, having a cold beers real quick before I met you. Yeah. And this girl that I worked with at Northwest Highway. I almost thought to meet you at social because I knew. Did you see Daniel there? Daniel Barton? Motorcycle? Or no. Motorcycle anymore. But. Daniel, uh, the guy that comes in with David and... Um, Keith? No. Daniel, Daniel, the Hispanic gentleman? Older? Slightly older? Right, yeah, Drinks yeah. Drinks little bottles? No, 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 no that's David. David, oh, I don't yeah. know. I'm thinking of Daniel, the guy that drinks double Grey Goose with... Soda and lemon. I don't think I know the person. He's my regular. I don't, I don't think I know the person. Yeah, I want to be focused on everybody else. Yeah, yeah so this girl just in general, a coworker of mine from another Bruin Jacks when we were dispersed. And she's a sweet lady. She's met my current girl and everything like that. But yeah. just in general, what I was going to say is I see her real quick as they were leaving. She's already kind of obliterated. She told me it was her birthday. I was like, cool, let's go love Rumble. So I was like, all right, I got yeah, one round of Rumble real quick. Yeah. It's 4 30, guys. It's okay. It's after 2 o'clock. Um, is it not five o'clock anymore? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think if you're taking Rumble around two o'clock, well, it's it's probably like a somewhere I heard, you know, yeah. We, no we, we take around, and then she's yeah, like, "Tell Joe not to take fucking Rumble." Right? No, Joe. <laughs> the motherfucker takes a car bomb, but it's the Jameson car Rumble. So we all take a Rumble together with her friend, and then she decides to buy another round of Rumbles, and then she takes that, and I'm like, "Well, two back to back Rumbles, five minutes, and it's not cool." Still daylight outside. Yeah, I just realized that she after that she just gets obliterated, oh, and I try to make sure that they're okay. But also, it's just kind of annoying dealing with just some drunk bitches. You know, love you by the way. Sorry if you're hearing this. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I mean, you um, know, he got drunk. They're outside yeah. waiting for an Uber, and she has to go all the way back to her house. And her other friend lives in Fort Worth, and she lives the opposite direction. So I felt a little guilty, honestly, because I don't want this drunk chick going in an Uber. Yeah. Where she's probably going to fast out and fall yeah. asleep. And then yeah. not knowing this Uber person, you know, there's people out there that take advantage of people. There's people I don't know so much with Uber. I know back in the day with taxis. I don't know. I feel like Uber is fairly safe. It's gotten better because I, I think say, they like yeah. record a lot of things. So even if it did happen, it would probably come from a lot of But at the same time, you don't want to put a girl no, in exactly. a random person's car. So I felt I bad. Agree. But on the way to going to Monk, 
<laughs> I'm walking out and she was sitting on the bench and her Uber gets there and her friend gets her to stand up and then she just falls and eats shit. Oh no. <laughs> so I see it and it's so I beelined it. Birthday? It's their birthday? Their birthday was Thursday. So I, I beelined <laughs> it to go and grab her and the door manager from Social House gets out and sees it too and he's walking over to her and then he, we make eye contact and he's like, you grabbing her bro? And I'm like, yeah, I got her man. I'm going to help her out real quick. He's like, cool. I had to pick her up and carry her and put her in the back of this Uber. And then I found out that her friend was going with her. And I was like, to home. And I was like, cool, all right. Yeah, so that's I did my job and met up with Ocean after that. And drunk shenanigans happened after that. Yeah. Allegedly. No, we had, a, we, had a, we had a fairly good time. But I'm just saying, it's like, you know, there are bad people out there. And it's just really shitty and unfortunate. And, like, the only it reason why... It's being a bartender, you know. Exactly. Like, and the reason like, why I brought her up is because, you know... Potentially anybody could have taken advantage of it. Came down to it, especially yeah. in that inebriated state. You know, I, what I sucks is like you're at the bar, like you're serving these people, and like you're not supposed to serve them after a certain point. Exactly, but we all right. kind of we turn play a the lines a little yeah. bit, you know, especially if it's a regular, you know, of course. But it's like you like to know that they're taken care of. Like if you know the person, like you know that they're getting home safely and all this stuff, then you're like, okay, you can drink a little bit more. You right. can have a little bit. You extra, push those you know limits. I mean, yeah, of course. Which I don't think legally you can get in trouble for at that point. But, um, like, there are some people that just come in and they just want to order shots like that. And you're like, I don't know you like that. Yeah. You know? And it's like, I don't want to cut you off. Even Joe. I hate cutting people off. That's, like, my word. I fucking hate that. Joe, Joe came in on a Saturday, the first week after we opened Corporate Slow Round. Mm. And he's, when he starts getting drunk, he's like, fuck you, James. And I'm like, I can tell. But he's like, we're going to rumple in five wings. It's like, cool. Closes his tab out, gets another rumple. The wings show up, gets another rumple. He doesn't eat it because it was to go. So he's trying to take the things to go. Oh, fuck. So then all of a sudden, I didn't realize. I only gave him like three or four rumples within like an hour or so, which is still a lot. Don't get me wrong. Ish. It's about average, but a lot. But I didn't realize that. Well, when it's rumple, is a difference. But I also didn't realize it was drinking part of that. Ah, right. Yeah. Corporate's in our, our store. You grab me one, please. If you don't I get you, buddy. Yeah. Corporate's in our store. They're watching us, just making sure that we're doing our job, the training's all going appropriately, blah, blah, blah. Quote all of a sudden, yeah. I turn around and I see Joe, and there's this baby behind him, a couple tables back, that's just screaming. Because, you know, it's a little kid. Like, honestly, hey, politely, get that kid to shut the fuck up. Take your kid out. I'm sorry. Essentially. Like yeah. But... I have He's, a kid, and like right. I, 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 I have a respect thing, and yeah. I get it both sides. I, yeah. Honestly, I've raised kids. Too, no, like that's what I'm saying. It's like I would take my kid outside, right? Like, but they got screaming out here in the car. They like, weren't doing anything. They, they were just allowing this little child to just keep on randomly screaming. So Joe's inebriated state decided to the baby goes wham. He goes bang, and he's screaming like a little baby in my bar. And I look at him like, what the fuck is wrong with you? He's just you going do? off and off and off and doing it. Corporate's there. The corporate trainers are there. They start coming up to me like, how many has he had? He's like, he's only had three shots and he got some wings. Like, what the fuck's going on? Fortunately, my boy Steve, holla at you, man. He showed up and saved your boy's ass and yeah. mine a little bit. We look a little bit better. I have definitely overserved Joe. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Great guy, by the way, man. I love you. Absolutely a cool dude, but you I love you, bitch. a little too drunk and act a little crazy. No. That was bad. He was screaming like a fucking toddler. Bro, that day that he came that in, epic. he was I will always on Ashland. Did I tell you about that day? Oh, um, uh, uh, Lake Worth Ashland? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You told me Ashland. Yeah, you told me He, like, comes in and he's, like, drinking a couple of rumbles. He's doing his little car bombs and shit. And he starts hitting on Ashland super heavy. Ashland, I don't know if she's, like, full-blown, like, you know, like, I'd never fuck with a guy or whatever, you know what I mean? But, like, she's a lesbian. 
Yeah. And so, like, she's telling him, like, I have a girlfriend. And he's like, oh, I fucking love lesbians. I love, I love yeah. it. And all this stuff. And she's like, dude, like, I'm not trying to do all that. And, uh, like, he just keeps fucking going to, like, trying to get her number. Like, trying to do all this shit. He's there for, like, three hours, bro. And he's, like, I'd say, like, 12 rumples deep at this point. Oh, like, God. Definitely that's a lot. Serve the guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'd say three or four of them are car bombs, too. Yeah, yeah. And, like, he is just shit-faced, right? But he's there with a friend who's going to drive him. Who's only taken two or three of the 12 that he's had. And so we're like, okay, he's getting a ride. Like, it's going to be okay. But he starts just acting a fucking fool. Like, hitting on her every time she fucking walks by. Right. And, like, our bar eventually empties out. And he and his friend are the only ones that are there. So every time we go over uh, there. Is it a guy? No, it's a girl. It was a... uh, Christina? Probably. Ginger? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, the redhead girl that was with him, yeah. And so he's just hitting on her every time that we go down there. And so, like, we're both just hanging out on the other end of the bar. He's sitting right behind, you know, patio bar. You have the fucking, yeah. the well, or the, the computers right behind that is where he was sitting. We're like, we're just not going to go to the fucking computer. We don't have anybody at the bar to ring anything in. And so, like, we're just over there, like, talking about him the whole fucking time. And then we go back down there. Every single time we go down there, he's like, hey, like, let me fucking, let me just let me get your number. I'm oh, like, oh, We're like, bro, dude, like, you got to fucking chill out, dude. Mm-hmm. And he eventually left, like, I mean, an hour before we left and all. Like, it was just fucking, it was ridiculous, bro. Like, I love you, and I get it, I get it. I Sometimes you just get too drunk at the and bar. It happens. You know what I mean? It definitely happens to everybody. I've definitely done it. But at the same time, like, just don't be fucking, like, hitting on everybody at the fucking bar. He, you know that know same I mean? day... Um, that he started like we love you, screaming for women. We do I, do, I love you, Joe. I hang out with him too. We okay, love from time to time, and he's a, yeah. he's a great person. And that was the whole thing about it. it was like we don't. We're not. No, have that no one's judging at all. Like, it's just it's funny to tell these stories. By the way, sorry, we're not yeah. laughing at you. We're laughing with. We're you. laughing with you because we're part of it too, dude. Like we're legally obligated to be yeah. part of it at this point. And it's like that. That's the like, same day. Yeah. That he started screaming like a toddler, or whatever. Um, <laughs> one of the coworkers, very known coworker. I'm not gonna. There's any name, but she's cool. Mutual friend, one of the homies. She comes up and... It wasn't Haley, was it? Yeah. Was. Oh, no! And oh, she goes to my bar, Haley. and then she yeah. kind of starts talking to him, and he's like, I think he tries hitting on her, too, or something like that. Yeah. And then she just looks at me, but she makes it apparent that, like, Jane... Haley I, I, likes I, to get in the shit. Right. But, but she makes it apparent that, like, Haley and I have good friends. We've been good friends since there. Yeah. Not, like, anything through a cross, but then he just looks at her, and then looks at me, and I'm looking at him, and like, Joe, what? And he's like, she fucking loves you, bro. She fucking loves you, man. I was like, oh, shut, no, shut up. the fuck up. And then she disappears Joe. and then comes back. And then she, when she comes back and starts talking to her again, because she'll, you know, she'll chit chat with the bar guys. Talk oh, shit, yeah. Shoot the yeah. shit, whatever. She's cool as fuck. And he looks at her and looks at me, and then in front of me, he's like, dude, she loves you, man. I was like, Joe, shut up. Oh, fuck no, up, she dude. doesn't. Like, yes. just being stupid. <laughs> oh, no. I was like, gosh. Wow. Yeah, Joe, no, we, like, if you're listening to this right now, we definitely fucking love you, bro. And no, so what was funny was the other day he came in and uh, he like Snapchat me when you told me the thing, bro. He fucking tells me every time I can never remember his name the first time whenever I see him. I never remember his name. I always think his name is James. I don't know why. Thanks. I know it starts with a J. I know it starts with a J. I think that's what it is. But like, so he comes in uh, and uh, he was like. Uh, asking my name, which I think is a fucking pretty easy one, and like, okay, Austin, you know, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and so he like gets my name, 
straight out of the gate and I was like, bro, I don't even fucking I, I got you, I got you, I'm gonna come back, I'm gonna make your rumple, I'm gonna come back, I know exactly what you drink, I know exactly what you're doing here. Yeah, I know exactly what the fuck is going on here. So I go, I make his drink, and I come back, and I'm like, it's fucking Joe. It's fucking Joe. And he was like, all right. Okay, cool. Well, I'm in a hurry. We're going to get a couple of drinks. He has a couple, and then he's like, hey, tell James. Whenever he comes in, because I knew you came in that night, because I checked hot schedules. He was asking if I was coming in after him. And he was like, hey, tell James this. He was like, just give him this look. And he was like, <laughs> that's, that's what the fuck I did to you whenever you came yeah. out that day. I know, you're like, yeah. hey, Joe said this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and you knew exactly what the fuck I was talking about. Yeah. Because, yeah. Yeah, yeah. dude, he's a fucking character, but he's like a really good dude, man. No, he is. I do fantasy football with him. I've done I would love to actually years. Like, sit down and drink with the dude. Um, he's cool as shit. Like, even my new girlfriend wants to get on the league. Is he with us. on fantasy? He's not bad. Him and I are always like neck and neck. We actually. I was like number one seed the whole season this year, and Did then you I, win? I, I made four plays. I just underperformed when that when it always what? happens, you know. Bro, I had Cooper Cup. He fucking carried my whole. I had Amari Cooper, bro. not Amari Cooper. I'm sorry, well, I did actually in that league, but I had um, three three leagues. I had uh, gosh, I can't think. Kamara, oh, great, 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 great. Injured. Yeah. Injured. Two, three weeks, and then that time I was like, mm, losing my spot, came back great, great, didn't play. Didn't do good, yeah. You know, and I mean, that happened. So you know? I had him, I had Kamara, I had Cooper Cup, I had uh, fucking DK Metcalf. I had him in one of my leagues. Which he did great at the beginning and end of the season. Yeah, with the middle yeah. results. But on the in between, I had to fucking find somebody else, dude. Like, my whole season was me trying to find. So last year, it was my first year ever playing, yeah. and I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, so I didn't pick any running backs, which is a fucking big deal, bro. You have to have good running backs because there's only one on there's only one to two on every team, and there's only fucking thirty two teams, right? You know, and there's eight dudes in this league that have four of them on their fucking roster, so you have to pick a good one straight out of the gate. So I picked Alvin Kamara, picked Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb's a fucking Chubb was good, ass, bro. Yeah. Chubb was good as fuck. Throughout the whole year. And then I had a uh, fucking, um, who the fuck did I just say? You said Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Okay, so he Cooper Cup was my, like, my great one. Throughout the season, he carried me the entire season, bro. Like, I would be losing by, like, 20 points, you know, going into the game. And then he'd come out with, like, 30, 30, like, 30 points, 30, 40 points, dude, every fucking game. Right. So he fucking saved me every fucking game. I picked up Cooper Cup. If you happen to be listening to this podcast, I fucking love you, bro. You are so fucking cool, bro. And he just looks like the coolest fucking right. Player, you know, I picked yeah. up really late, um, like last round, like maybe eleven or twelve. Jamari Chase, and he was no, a rookie this year. Right, but I was taking something like that, and I got him. And like I was questionable. He lasted until the end of the round. Yeah. yeah, and he did great. Like nobody yeah. really, like one of these people just want to pick him up because of the college he came from and stuff, and they didn't think he was going to be good. He came from LSU, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, was it LSU? Well, he played with uh, Burrow, right? Burrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that was. LSU. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean he did great, but I also just kind of winged it, and I think it was between him and. Come on, all through my leagues. And well, when he picked up with fucking Burrow, bro, like that just was. But the dynamic got like it started bro. off small or whatever, but then I think after week three or four, it was like yeah. twenty to thirty points every fucking week. And everybody was like worried leagues. about Burrow last year because I mean he got fucking signed up the Bengals, bro. I mean, yeah. yeah, you're gonna be fucking worried about that, dude. <laughs> yeah. And they went to the Super Bowl. I mean, fuck, they went to the fucking Super Bowl. I'm honestly like, I love that the Rams won. 
I love that the Rams are. I'm it's glad not, Matt Stafford got him one. I wanted, I'm glad I wanted, that fucking uh, Aaron Bengals, Donald's got him. Because Harambe wanted him. I honestly wanted, wanted him to want it, dude. I was doing it for Harambe, Harambe though. Harambe would have wanted him Why? Because they're Tigers? Or? No, because Harambe died because it's an anime, man. All you want to do is play with that little kid. Oh, all you want to do is the white man just comes and shoots him. Yeah. He shot that motherfucker. Motherfucker shot him cold blooded. Actually, I want to start a criminal investigation on the zookeeper right now who killed Harambe. Okay? Has, has there not been one? No, I don't think so. It's a cold case. Oh, that's basically a person, bro. Yeah, that is that's almost more of a person than most of us, bro. Harambe was just dragging that little kid around the plate. He was trying to help the kid. He fell yeah. into the fucking pit, bro. The yeah. other, the other fucking. You should look at the parents more or less the, the gorilla. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude, I can't imagine if my kid fell into it. I know, that'd be some scary as shit. But it's like, how do you get to the situation where. I would have jumped in, though. I would have definitely. Well, you would have that railing, essentially, though. right? I don't get So, how fuck. high up would the kid be on the railing? Or are you dangling so this if child? If my or... kid can make it into the fucking railing, I can make it over the fucking railing. I mean, I definitely might. And I'm going to fucking stand over that kid and fucking get my ass. That's what I was going to say. Let, let it be my child falls in at whatever age it is. Let's say four or five or something like that. Young, obviously. Yeah. Excuse me. I would then proceed to jump over the railing. Yeah. Grab him and then just curl up into a tiny little ball. And hope and that you don't my back beat towards, to death. So whatever animal it is, at whatever pen cage I'm in. Yeah. And then just go from there and then just pray to God or whoever that... You don't Something get, happens in time to yeah. make sure that at least I'm my child safe. Well, and that's the thing. Up. They're fucking gorillas, bro. Like, they're fairly smart, dude. I think if you would have jumped in there, held on to your kid, they're going to be like, okay, like, you know. They're not that bad. Like, they're not like harmful. Bad. Like, they're not. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're strong enough to be harmful. Yes, but I'm saying, like, they're, 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 they're not so they're relatively not strong out intelligent enough. To, they're not fucking, they're not carnivores. No. First off, they're not going to eat the fucking baby. No. Yeah. You know, so I think you'd have a little bit of play there. But also, that's a fucking extreme situation. We'll just go with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just let him fuck. That means we're all just talking shit, guys. Yeah, no, we're are, honestly we're barely just, drunk at this point. So, like, we're not even gonna fucking. Yeah. yeah. But still, okay. dicks out for Harambe, okay? Take dicks out for Harambe. I'll put mine out right now. Alright, so we're at 25 minutes now. So. Are there any closing words that you have for the people? Um, people are crazy. Work sucks, I know. She left me roses by the stairs. Surprises let me know she cares. <laughs> Daddy doesn't know. But now, as far as it goes, guys, just hey, just have fun, live a good life, and just be smart out there. So and be, before, be a good person too. Before we leave, I do have to ask you because this is what this is something I've been like kind of suing over. It's like, are you going back to your pilot school, bro? So the thing is, man, I want to get back into it, and that, this will be a story for next time. Yeah. We'll so we'll kind of lead off on we'll that. I want yeah. to. My intention is to try to get back into it in Maple here, but financially, you did a lot of hours. I right? did. I'm about two fifty, and financially, right now, I just need to make sure my I want to get my bank account looking a little right, so I can go back and finish up that last test that I have. How many hours do you have to have? <laughs> I just need fifteen hundred to be a commercial um, airline pilot, <clears throat> and I have and about two fifty, three hundred, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, has been a minute, so I know I'll just that's the commercial airline. Right? Yeah, well, that's like flying for let's say the minor leagues of baseball, and then all of a sudden the 
the Texas Rangers want to take you from, you know, what, the Frisco Rough Riders? Yeah, like, like you're 1,200 in. Yeah, so you're 1,500 hours in, and now you're playing for the Frisco Rough Riders. And then you do that for, like, three to five years, and all of a sudden, Texas Rangers are like, yo, come play for a bigger stadium, more fans. That's that's kind of the thing. Yeah. Um, about 1,000 in, and Delta's like, yeah, right, we'll take you. Yeah. So I was kind of getting into that, but it's just still trying to recover financially. Um uh, other um, more stuff that we're gonna get into. The X bled me really financially dry on a lot of things. Still yeah. trying to recover from that. Still is a little. Nutty. And then Christmas was right around the corner too, so yeah. that things just didn't help. Everything there's always excuses. And Honestly, that whole thing came out at like a bad time for you. I mean, I, I was the one that did it. I was the one that ripped the bandaid off. And well, like, yeah, had you to. had to. It wasn't your fault. Probably. Yeah, no, I didn't do nothing wrong. Never. If well, that's coming from be a my standpoint. And an asshole at times, sure, yes, but I. Was always a great dude and a great significant other. And a great stepdad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, trust me. Yeah. But yeah, so just A, trying to get back a little more financially so I can take less, take time off of work and work there less. Yeah. And then B, just go back into full fledged. But there's also another aspect too, is just the motivation isn't right there too. It's hard sometimes. It's easy. Yeah. You know, take, you know, it's that concept of you take a semester off from college, but that turns one to two to three years to four years. You That's know. exactly. Next thing you know, you're 35 and you know, now you're a fucking real estate agent or a manager yeah. of Bimberchance. And you have hours, but you're like, uh, it's not really going to translate. And you know? I have options yeah. too, where I've also thought about. And you've also figured out that like, that might not exactly be the life for you, you know? You know, there's a lot of, like I said, well, I'll go into bigger details about that another time because mm-hmm. there's a lot of angles. But, yeah, I loved it. It was a lot of fun. I was scared shitless the first couple times that I flew in a fucking airplane by myself. I've literally never been in it. I'm in a fucking four-door sedan. I've never Actually, been off excuse the Excuse me, a two-door sedan with wings. And I'm uh, doing everything. Yeah. And all I can think about is how the hell is this fucking thing Flying through the air, yeah. And what's the next thing that's gonna happen when my engine craps out on me, or how, or just landing and I take a nasty land? Yeah, you know, or even takeoff where one time I almost trained for that. One, my second takeoff ever, I almost hit fucking uh, the control tower. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I lost my shit on that one. I tell you, I almost yeah. quit right then and there. But fortunately, I had a very great instructor. Her name is Nancy. She's working for the airlines right now, the regionals. Yeah. Thank you, by the way, for making me overcome my fail now. But yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we're, we're, it's a work in progress. Let's just say that. Yeah. So unfortunately, we are gonna have to cut this podcast. He has a lady go, to go see and stuff, and uh, fucking, we will definitely pick this up later on because I'm definitely gonna have you back on because I literally drunkenly wrote your fucking name down, knowing that you're gonna be on this fucking podcast. That was well over a month ago. Yeah. No, that yeah, James. Right. Yeah, I, I can see yeah. the the side swipe on. Yeah, the whole side swipe. That looks like my handwriting. Yeah. Okay. Well, you guys be good. Fucking like and subscribe and all that shit. <laughs> YouTube, fucking anchor. And fucking, thanks, Germany. Yeah. And thank you, Germany. Yeah. Coming out. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, dude. Yeah, my little ten percent from Germany, bro. I don't know if you thought that uh, Ostin was East German, which it is, but uh, either way, you listen to it, and I fucking love you guys. Yeah. Just keep listening. Cool. That's a wrap. That was fucking cool, bro. That was a good time. It was a good time, for real. Bro. Yeah. Do you want some of this pizza? It's almost ready. No, I'm good, man. What? Honestly. I, I, okay, I'll take, I'll take a slice. You should definitely. Let me see what's going on with my ride. I'm going to be here in a second. Uh oh. Stay in here? No, not yet. I think she's kind of getting over Jordan Crystal, so. <laughs>
Okay, obviously this is off record, but I know you're still recording on there, but they're just toxic. They argue and they fight all the fucking okay, time. Okay, I am going to go ahead and cut this one too because we are done with the podcast. We're about to eat some pizza and talk some shit. That all last right? stuff never happened. Never. <laughs>